Yes. All right. Yeah. All right, Adam. <laughs> How you doing? You're fucking locked into yeah, this podcast, right. dude. Right. Thank you. There's no getting out, dude. Oh, the door. Dude. I locked the door when you walked oh, in. Man. Shit's gonna get weird in here today. Well. <laughs> in the best a, way possible. This is a hot seat. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm here, but it's gonna cool off with me. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, you, you you can tell a good story. So, um, oh, let me move that out of your way. That way. That way it doesn't crinkle when we're talking. Um, let's start at the beginning, man. Um, how'd you get into skating? Where are you from? What were your parents feeling about you skating? And maybe how'd you do in school? That's not too many questions, but... All right. Um, I always saw people in my neighborhood skating, older guys, and of course they were riding like GNS boards, really wide boards, and they were just tic-tacking and flowing. How, um, how old are you? Uh, 48. Nice. All yeah. right. Just trying yeah. to figure out the yeah. generation. GNS is a little before me. Oh, yeah, yeah, geez, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, GNS was the hot Billy Ruff um, brand X was out back then. They They're still around. Back, well, they just came back. They yeah. they sponsored a Surf Expo event, the last one we went to, yeah. with us, and yeah. I talked to the dudes. Wasn't it the son of the original who brought it back out? I'm not, I don't know the story. Yeah. I met the guy and hung out with him. Yeah. Um, I want to say his name was Brad, and it was a lady, too. I don't remember yeah. her name because I never met her in person, but they were cool. Yeah, they um they have a lot of shape decks yes. and like old artwork and, that, and stuff. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. Uh, Madrid was another big company. I've heard of Madrid. Yeah, um, of course Powell was out. Um, Where did you grow up skating? All right, so I was born in Stamford, Connecticut. Oh, yep. CT. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, born and raised. So I moved. I I was born in Stamford. Um, my dad got killed when I was two. My mom remarried when I was four, and we moved to Norwalk. So there, I was a biker. I, I had nice bikes, and I used to ride and do jumps and stuff. Um, and when I was six, I saw some guys down the street at a school with the go-karts. And um, so I, I ran over to go see them. And as I was coming back, there was this huge tree in the way that I couldn't see. So I kind of just used my ears and ran out in the street and got creamed. I got hit by a car, and my head got caught on the bumper and ripped a huge hole, my, my whole head, whatever. Holy shit. Um, so Wait, were you just running around? I was running across the street to go back home. Because I watched the, um, yeah, and I couldn't see around this tree, so I just tried to listen for a car, and I bolted out. And it was my sister's best friend's dad in a Mercedes who hit me, creamed oh. me. My brother and sister saw it. Um, my sister yelled at my brother to run home. He ran home, got my mom. The lady across the street was my friend Kevin's mom. She took a pillowcase and had to stuff it in my head. So I have I have literally a huge scar there. And I had a uh, skin was gone. I think I had a graft right there because the skin was completely gone. Um, I was in intensive care for, geez, two weeks. And my eye was so swollen and shut, they thought I was going to be blind. Yeah. So that was a head trauma right there that... This is before you even skated? Yep. yep. Oh, no. So um, after that happened, um, I still rode bikes and stuff, but it was just one of those things that, like, I, I, I don't know. I guess I was scared. And um, I just started picking up penny boards at my friend's house, messing around. And seventh, and I played sports my whole life. I played baseball and everything like that. And nor to lie, like, I think skateboarding – stuck in my head because when I played sports and we were doing well and someone messed up 
and we lost the game, it was one of those things where like I would literally look at the person, like, dude, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like what for whatever reason, and I, you know, I did stuff like that too, whatever. Then I got into skateboarding in seventh grade. Um, I don't, I don't even know how. I just picked up a board, and it was a challenge to myself, and um, I couldn't blame anybody but myself for anything that happened in it. And I still played sports, but I was, I just wasn't into it. Uh, I think because I was just more kind of like liked to challenge myself, I guess. And if I failed, I could blame myself and I could, it, it was weird. I don't know. And no, I, just, I totally relate to that. Cause, um, that's half the reason I gravitated towards skating was because you could do it by yourself or you could have a team or you could just be silly with it. It wasn't like structure organized. Yes. Adults didn't yeah. control yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You just yep. could do it yeah. at your leisure and yeah. you could do whatever you want. If you wanted structure and control, you could build a team, sure. have a whole regiment, your whole yeah. skating. You see people skate and they're super stiff and they're very technical yeah. and they're like very controlling with their skating. And then you see other people and they barely even try, but they're having a blast, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like open enough and complex enough that you can do that yeah. without and adults having to like take over the whole thing. I think that's what it was too. And, um, so we moved when I was, so after that, I was six then. Um, my parents ended up getting divorced when I was nine, um, and we moved. Was it your stepdad? Yes, yeah, hmm. yeah, so yeah. What happened to your father, if, if you don't mind asking? He got killed on a motorcycle. Oh, wow, someone, yeah. so similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, no um, gang stuff, just someone hit him? Yeah, yeah, and he was in a coma and stuff for a long time. And I was, for a while, while he was in the hospital, I was raised by my godparents, um, Frank and Terry Sims. And Frank Sims is, um, he's my godfather. He is a backup singer, and he, he's in the David Bowie, he was the David Bowie, um, Madonna, Hell yeah. Simple Minds, <laughs> um, Billy Joel. Um, and if you look on Grand Theft Auto, the mm -hmm. very first one, he's the one who does all of the... Um, and all the sounds of people oh, stuff. Really? Like he does that <laughs> and he actually his claim to fame is he's the um kool-aid guy that goes oh yeah that's oh, him dude the guy that's, who bust, he bursts through the brick yeah, walls goes, oh yeah. yeah that's frank's voice yeah what? so they raised me <laughs> yeah so that's my grand yeah that's so, pretty wild oh dude yeah and um when i would go to their house he would have the platinum records up that he did so like simple minds madonna like i say david bowie went on tour with all these people he's in the videos um, he's like Billy a producer. Joel. No, singer. Singer, singer. singer yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's so insane. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And um, so they raised me, and then my mom got remarried, and then divorced when I was nine. So from nine to seventeen, there was no father support, anything like that. Like my mom was single. She worked and put herself through medical school. Um, and I was on my own. So it was waking up in the morning by myself, getting dressed, going to school, and everything. So I think that that gave me some structure and freedom to skate and to do what I did. But it was cool because I never was really in trouble. Skating kept me focused. So it was like, go to parties and even through high school, go to parties and everything. And I always had my board with me. I never drank, didn't do drugs, don't smoke cigarettes. So like, that was my thing. And I got lots of respect for it, which was really cool because there was no peer pressure. I mean, of course, kids would be like, oh, I don't have a beer. Like, no, okay. And they'd be like, oh, man, like, you're the man. I really respect that and stuff. So yeah. I was able to, like, have my own identity without having to blend in. Yeah. You know, if that makes sense. 
And even so when we moved to Rhode Island, um, I had moved and gone to different schools so much that I think that I just didn't care anymore to impress people. So I just was that skater. So I got along with every kind of group and clique there was in high school because my I was my own thing. And plus, I was at um, New York was the influence for me in Connecticut. So Rhode Island so small to me. And I remember I, I had the big blind jeans. I had a wallet chain because Jason Lee, I had sideburns, huge sideburns, <laughs> seriously, like straight I know. up. I, he Jason, made them sexy. Dude, and I had it. But that was the thing. I was always to keep my own identity because I was a skater, but I was growing up in the skater world with the thrashers and the transworlds and the videos. So that was my identity. So I didn't have to fall into a clique. And um, I think moving to Rhode Island and meeting people that I met along the way was just meant to be. I, yeah. I have so many friends I grew up that went pro, kids that should have gone pro. Um, I can't. I, I used to think things like growing up, like, um, why didn't this happen? To now I feel like things happen for a reason, if yeah. that makes sense. But I think, again, me moving around a lot, I didn't have any control. So you, you, you say, I had to go to play tennis or I had to go play baseball. There was all these things where skating was just like, yeah. Go off and do my own thing. I was similar in the sense that uh, I moved a, a shit ton when I was younger, and I would always be flexible because I met, met so many different yeah, people, went to yeah, so many different yeah, schools, and yeah. I, I was able to relate to all different cliques, but just keep your own, not have to join one. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. think that is something that's like... That's um, hard to do. Yeah. It really is. I feel, I feel like, because uh, I did that before I skated, I was just kind of like that. And then once I skated, it was even easier, like you're saying, because yeah. then I had skating as my thing and it wasn't that big then so yeah. it was still like i was same an outcast me, but i could still relate to everyone talk yep. to everyone yep. it was rad like yeah. i people liked me i liked all different yeah. types of people yeah i never fell into that high school clicky shit yeah yeah, yeah. And it nice. was cool it, it was it was really cool because i remember we had the metal heads and the scumbags and the punk rockers and then you had the jocks and the jocks you know whatever and no one usually got along yeah. but i would be skating at the high school after and the kids would come off a high uh, football with their football gear on and literally lay down and i'd be doing all these over on the <laughs> stuff where people would be like like those dudes don't talk to anybody so that was one of the thing too it made it easy for me to be able to keep that identity yeah um and then yeah i don't just skater's edge um in warwick that was my place andy singleton's mom opened it up and that was my go it was called skater's edge mm -hmm. yeah it was the pontiac mills on night street right across from warwick mall in this little mill that's rad and who uh, was it that did it do you remember um joy it was andy singleton's mom joy and then her boyfriend joe built it wow and um so i met andy singleton so i had met this other kid eric and he he was from warwick and i lived in east greenwich so he would bring me over there before it was open and Andy would be there, and he'd be with Eric Papecki, um, Shep Ferry. Yeah. Yep, Shep. Um, Alex Punchak, this kid Catlin Preston. And they would go in there because, Andy, obviously, it wasn't open, but it's Andy's mom. And we, I would just sit there and watch them through the window. And, man, those yeah. unbelievable skaters. And then when it opened. Um, That's so crazy I, that there was a different skater's edge. Yeah. 
Because mm-hmm. the edge, which we skate at now, yeah. used to be skater's edge, and then they changed it to the edge yeah. to be more inclusive or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, people yeah. still call it skater's edge. Yeah, but I yeah. didn't really know there was – I think maybe you mentioned it to me before, that's but I didn't I really Donnie. know. Yeah. yeah, that's where you met him? Yeah, and Brian Anderson. And legend. Yeah, no. CT, right? Connecticut. All Don, those dudes. Donnie yeah. Bart. Yep. Donnie, uh, Brian Anderson. Judd. Judd Hertzler. Yeah, dude, um, legend. Jason Case. This Jason Case? Yeah. He's, Justin or Jason? I think it was Jason or Justin. I thought it was Jason. There's a Justin, I think, from the West Coast. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's Different I think guy. It's, yeah, he was from, he was like a vert skater. Oh, okay. Um, this dude they brought up there named Paul Tutel. I'm pretty sure that's his name. He was better than all of them. There's that, always that guy. Oh, dude, he was <laughs> unreal. That's um, rad. But, and that's the thing. It's a heavy list to be better dude, than. Dude, <laughs> I, I know, and that's the thing, and, um. And then the guys from New Bedford would come to, um, oh yeah, Piva, JV, um, JV, uh, um, Martin, I Martin, bet, yep, yep, um, Emmett Bennett, Emmett, yep, um, Ryan, oh, and, and that's the thing too. It was cool because I got to meet, and then we would go downtown and skate Prov. Yeah. So, um, but it's funny because I was a street skater, and then when Skaters Edge opened up, I never had access to ramps, so I just became obsessed with ramps. And when the Connecticut guys would come up. They would, we would skate all day, and, and then BA and all those, and Judd and all them, and Eric Papecki and, all, and Justin and uh, Andy and all them would go skate Providence, and literally Donnie would be like, stay here with me. And me and Donnie would skate ramp for well, hours uh, together because just, I don't know, we clicked. And, you can um, tell Donnie loves transition, oh, his back so tails dude. and pivot fakies. Oh, and so, like, dude, yeah. he's so good. Um, and then he ended up starting to go to New England Tech. And he had a class for, uh, he's doing video audio. Um, Donnie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think he edited one of the videos he was in. He did the editing and stuff of like a major video. But he went to the uh, New England Tech for that. And he had a class on Wednesday early mornings. So instead of him going down to Groton, where he lived, where was New London or Groton? I, I want to say Groton. Yeah, Groton. Yeah. Um, he would stay with me in East Greenwich in my apartment. And, right. and And we would skate East Greenwich and just skate. And I spent a lot of time with him. Um, I don't know. Just he and I clicked. I was friends with the other guys, but they just, you know, they would go down to skate Providence and just, and the things like Brian Anderson, those dudes would do. So, so ahead of their time. So ahead of their time. He has been one of my favorite skaters for as long as I can remember, just because he's so big and yeah. like just powerful and oh, front dude, blunts and trick dude. selection, backsmith, dude. and then he had like tranny skating too. Like, so sick. He man. was unreal. Yeah, unreal. that's the thing, man. I, I I got to skate and meet so many different people that. They're just unreal people in a sense of just who they are, but then their skills are just like, God damn, man. Like, I have to say, I, out of everyone I've ever skated with, I have to say everyone I know is an inspiration to me um, for whatever reason, but usually skill. Yeah. Um, but there are some dudes like BA and Donnie and stuff were literally like, <laughs> they were up here and I tried to get up to that level. Superstars, just, yeah. Oh, even Pepecki, too. He was just yeah, one of dude. those, oh, so good. Andy's everybody, all those dudes were just so ahead of their time, and it's funny. And they too. made their impact too. That's oh, what tells like all those names. You, people know them, dude, you know. Like those guys dude. put work in and like yeah. got their name out there yeah. when skating was not yeah. like what it is today. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you really had to pursue it and like put yeah. yourself out there. Yep. And, and I'm and thankful for that, dude. dude. And that's the thing. Too. They inspired like, the fuck out of me. Yeah, but that's the thing too. Like you got the Pepecki grind, the Barley grind. Yeah, like, that's true, dude. Like and tricks named and, after him. Yeah, and just even tricks that like they're known for yeah um 
I say like everybody says Donnie's like uh, one of the best front side threes like ever. Yeah. Like he I mean, won street style of the year for yeah, like Transville, I think, back in the day and too. That's the thing, man. And that's what I mean. They're I think growing up with a bunch of those people, like I knew them before other people, so it wasn't like they were on a pedestal or anything, and they're just normal dudes. Yeah. You know, and it was like one of those things where it's like and then pros would come around and it'd be all gushing and like Oh, you know, I don't know. Fangirl. Go, go up to talk <laughs> to Hasoy because I know so much about him, you know. Um, yeah, you're a fan of skateboarding. You are like like stories and know about people. I'm like that, I've, too. I've met so many people, man. I and used I, to read ton every interview oh, I could get dude, in magazines. I was, dude, like, the best when dude. you could figure – because it was, like, this person skates. We love skating. Dude. I want to know what that person's like, yep. too, because that's yep. that common thread, you know. And the thing that really was humbling for me was meeting them, having them do a demo – and watching them, and they were having a bad day, where I would look at them and be like, because you and I, I don't know how much you did, but I grew up on videotapes of, yeah, yeah. of whatever. And those were a year after the fact. Those were a year after. So literally, oh, yeah, and dude. I didn't even realize that until I remember one of the most impactful ones that I ever did, uh, um, saw a demo of, and I actually spent the weekend with them, was the Donger, Ken Liu, yeah, Ken and, Liu she- so and Sheffy. And... Um, they came and they did a demo, and I ended up spending the weekend with them going out to see uh, a movie. We went out to eat and everything like that. Uh, did he have his them. ponytail? Oh, yeah. Dude, that thing oh, is badass. Oh, <laughs> and, that, and that's when life was just came out. That was a little before me, but I knew I know yep. about it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, he had highest sure. Ollie for a while, didn't he? Oh, dude, yeah. I'm and pretty the sure. Then, like, Danny too. Wainwright took him out or yeah, something. Yeah, like. but, Oh, his front threes were amazing, too. Oh, yeah, huge. dude. That, that's how I learned them from him. His he style was so solid, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So we hung out with them. But it was funny because I remember they walked in Skater's Edge, and I'm looking at them, and I was like, whatever. And I walked over, and I looked at his board, and they were the first people I ever saw that had trucks right on the board, where all of us were like, what? You're like what? And Wait, what do you mean? We were all riding risers. We all had oh, riser pads. Oh, no riser, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and literally, we're like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing out there. And we're like... We didn't see that in the videos. Uh-huh. Like one of those things were literally like, holy crap! And then I realized, like, dude, we're so far behind on the East Coast because the tapes were getting. I didn't think about that. They're yeah. being filmed and edited, and a year later, and um, I, I don't know. It was just very. That's kind of dope, though. You it kind of like helps you have nostalgia for other skaters. Like dude. if you're watching it, oh. I know growing up, I like watch so many skaters. And I meet them and figure out their age, and I'm like, we're like the same age. Dude. But I feel like I'm a fan of yours, like I, like I was a kid watching you. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, because you're yep. just on the East Coast, you yeah, know? That's you get it. VHS tapes. That's it. 401s connect you to a lot of people, too. You ever yeah. watch those ones? Oh, yeah. yeah. So many skaters. Yep. Yep. And they did tons of, like, cool interviews and skits yep. and, like... And did upcoming fucking, kids, too. Yeah. Wheels of Fortune. So Wheels of Fortunes were so dude, dope. Yep. Yeah, I dude. think Randy Gray, I skated with him. He's from Warwick. I think he did one. What? He skated for Shep's um, Giant, yeah, when Shep that's went it. out West Coast and started... I think he started Giant or Obey. No, it was before that. It was before that. Hmm. He went out to the West Coast and so that's there was, was Giant for... distribution for a while. I don't know where that one yeah. was from, but dude, that's so crazy. Yeah, I haven't thought about Donger in a long time. Oh, dude, but that's what I mean. His we... trick, so much pop. His kickflip was wild, oh, but dude. like amazing, dude. you know. And he would grab like melons yes, or whatever. It's like, dude, like how did? That's what I mean, man. And it's just one of those things where, again, you skate with them, and if they're having a bad day, then you look at them. Yeah. And like, Dude, they get dressed just like I do. They put one yeah. leg on at a time. And Amen, brother. Like, but, and, but that, again, was 
very humbling and also made me feel great because you're watching these dudes and they didn't show videos back then of them slamming and everything. Yeah. Never, never. Just the mix, Hocus bro. Po- I think Hocus Pocus had the first like real slam section or something. Slam where, like, section? Yeah, well, well, it was just what it, it's just like, dude, man, like, wow. Um, <laughs> Some good trophies, the slam section. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it made it realistic that they were good, but you could be just as good. They aren't robots. In yeah, other there's words, a, there can be battle. Pro, they're battling for what their best is yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like filming a bit a trick, you know? You're like trying to do oh, something dude. that's a little out of your reach, but you built work your way up there, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or sometimes people just full send, but yeah. a lot of Which, video parts that are sick is like you can tell the person's at the line and they're skating dude, and pushing themselves dude. and maybe they're traveling or... Yep. And they're, I don't know, that's like some of the best things. That's why I think, though, that we could watch those videos and relate, like you said, because we know the struggle. They might be better than us, or you might be just as good, or whatever, but... A video part's universal, dude. I don't care how good you are, how... Yeah. If you're creative, if you, like, people can create video parts, yeah. like, that's, like, a fun process to do. People, See? everyone just works on their skating, too, like, individually, yeah. like, I have tricks I'm doing, tricks you're doing, yeah. like, yeah. different times... Yeah. It's crazy. So that's one thing that I want to I wanna bring up because I want to ask you and I want to ask all the people that are watching. And like, oh, like, like, like this is, this is, oh, this is kind of like deep for me because I feel like in any sport, there's a point where you know you won't go past, if that makes sense. So I'll, 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 I'll put this to you and I'll put this to everybody because I want people to literally like comment and tell me like whatever, like. I want to ask Tony Hawk, Danny Way, Sluggo, all like like all vert skaters, Jamie Ooh, Thomas, vert like, skating. But but even Jamie Thomas, the leap of faith. Anyone that went to Love Park and did stuff down the stairs into the fountain, everything. Like I really want to ask, and I want them to go ask their parents. As a child, did their parents throw them up in the air a lot and stuff like that? Like like how do they? How. Do they, does, does that make sense? Like literally, Jamie was getting thrown off of walls then. <laughs> As a baby. But any of those people that... And that's why I say, though, like when I went to Love Park for the first time, I walked up, I looked at the sign, and I walked and I looked down and I went, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, never... Yeah. No, no, I will never be... Pro, there's no way I... I no. Like, like, and then I walked down and looked up and I'm like, oh, yeah. No, man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I just... There's... I, no. Yeah. Uh, um, well, that's smart of you because there's like a self-destructive behavior too. Like with certain things, you like some people are more risk, like risk adverse, you know. And some people are willing to do damage. I know, like for me, growing up skating and filming video parts for so long, like there's a lot of damage I did to my body. But I was yeah. like, it was sick to land those tricks and sick. like, and I was scared a lot of shit I tried, like my video parts, like work my way up to the line. And I'm still like, there's a few hail marys where you're like. Just sending it. See, then that's what I wanted to ask you because I, when I install DVD players and video all the time, I always use that video, Welcome to Zoo York. Oh, yeah. Your, in your part. Yeah, me, and, Brandon, and, Susky. Oh, dude, and Donnie. And Donnie, so that's so I just right. Play, and I have everyone in the store that watches that video. They use that DVD to like yeah. test and stuff. It's just one of my favorites. That video um, came to be because we all, me, Brandon, and Susky, and Donnie all went to Zoo York, you know? 
Yes, that yeah yeah. And like yeah. it was like, and plus dude, they're East Coast guys. So yeah, New like, England, yeah, Zoo yeah, England, Zared Basket, yeah, Zared, Zared's yep, amazing. Yep. Oh dude, Chatham in the building. Yeah, Zared Bassett, frontside three sixty. I think early grab, take his feet off over a spine. Oh yeah. When he was like mad little with pads dude, on and stuff. I I hung out with him and Ryan Gallant at Civil. They dude, shout out Ryan. Oh, dude, 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 those dudes were the coolest dudes. Absolutely unbelievable. Where I'm like looking at them and I'm like, why are you talking to me? You yeah. know, like like, but they were super cool but um dude ryan's killing it he's got visit skateboards oh, and he's dude. uh heat press and just building cool stuff yeah, dude, and man. seems like he's doing it right always skating ledges super good at all his tech trick good style yeah yeah really good part but your part that you do that three flip down that huge gap like like i how where where the hell was that and how did you do, like that was the hugest thing and then another thing i literally remember I just had this cold chill down my spine when I watched you in that video, backside flip, backside tail that rail. Like, oh, damn. And I was with my friends, and literally they were just like, oh, oh like. That's sick. Dude, how the. That one came actually easy. I was surprised. I've had some battles, dude, where I just fucking have gone back like four or five times. Yeah. Had heat exhaustion, like but, didn't drink water, came so where close, was that? bailed. Where was uh, that? The Cape of Back Tail. Yeah. Far Rockaway, New York. No shit. That rail's perfect. The bricks leaned up to her a little yeah, weird. See. They're wonky East yeah, Coast. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I worked really hard on the kickflip back tail, the fakie, because I was like, uh, I just kept picturing that one, and I filmed it on some park rails. I got back even, tail. How would you? I just, I, I still to this day, and I watch it all the time. I just sit in the vehicles and watch that your part and watch everybody's parts. I don't understand how you could be so confident, and that's what I say about the dudes with Love Park and doing all this, like. You have to try. Oh, you dude, there's a like, line, like, yeah. Like, but, like, what happened when you didn't, like, land it? Or, like, you're not lands? Like, did you land on the board and did it shoot out? Or did you ever, like, I could just think of, like, just... You name it, dude. Every, some tricks, insane. some tricks it takes, like, every, you're, you're, you're almost playing out a series of like everything that's possible yeah, yeah. until you can find the landing. Yeah. So like depending on how hard the trick is and how well you have the trick, like you worked on it and the spot is, and then if there's a east, if it's crusty, it's like sometimes the spot is just like a challenge in yeah, itself. Yeah, 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 but like yep. I'll like obsess over tricks and like try to like get them to feel good, and I do things like thousands of times, yeah, yeah. and like, and then you just like start trying to when you start filming a video part, it's amazing because you get a few spots and you get a few tricks you're proud of or a line or something yeah. or you just find something that's like, oh, and then you start collecting clips and then if you're saving it for a little bit, it's like you start to, start to see, it's, it takes form, you know? Yeah, you start yeah. to see like what you're skating and you, it's so sick. Like, and then, um, yeah, dudes, there's some crazy video parts out there, man. Yeah. That's like my testament of like a pro skateboarder is yeah, like yeah. having video parts because yeah, yeah. it's your skating. But What's sick is you can have video parts in team videos. Yes. Just sick yeah, and yeah. still like But work even together. the stuff that I've seen you do and try um when you're trying that Nolly heel at edge yeah. from the big rent, whatever. And like Oh dude, dude I was eating shit on know, that thing. Dude. But the mere fact that you get up and try again or anybody like it just blows my mind. It blows my mind because like I say, there's just a, a, a level where I would just be I just wouldn't even try that. I remember yeah. going and I can relate there. to that nowadays. I'm like, I was like, if I do that, I'll just destroy my leg and that'll be less skateboarding for me. Yeah. Like yeah. nowadays, like 
I'm going backwards, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because I went from like working my way up. Yeah, yeah. Doing whatever, getting, and then I was like, now I'm getting older, and it's like gravity catches up with you, so you have to like move your skating with it and try to adjust. It's so weird, but that's it's kind of sick though, because there's like so much nuance on the way down, kind of like learn relearning all these things and like figuring out what you can do versus. But the mere fact that you would even try like that stuff is just insane. It just shows that you're on that level though of like. That's what I mean. I don't, I don't. There's people that are obsessed with skating, like, and that's their whole world. Uh, yeah. Like, and that's how I was. And yeah. like you say, I'm going backwards. Um, it's weird because I have friends like that are really good still. And I feel like I skate better when I'm with them than if I'm oh, just yeah. dicking around or whatever. Like, that makes sense. Um, it's just a, a vibe kind of thing. Um, but I feel like I've dumbed down my skating a lot because I used to skate bigger ramps and stuff. Yeah. And now there's nothing like the Mansfield half pipe. It's my favorite. That's so my crispy. Favorite. Um, Did you paint that one? No. Uh, no. I feel like I think Nick said you might have painted that one, but maybe. It's, no. No. Uh. Um, well, that's one of my favorite ramps. Um, and then my friend Corey Kramer, he's a sadistic skater in Acme Inc. Oh, um, sick. He has one that that the dude who built. Um, What's that ski park that you guys just had a, uh, uh, I don't know if it was a demo or whatever. It's got the drop in and the, the gap, and then it's got, is it Uxbridge? Oh, Uxbridge. Uxbridge, yeah. The dude who built that built the ramp for Corey oh, in his nice. yard. and it's Robbie. Got the, Robbie and Bug. Um, one of them has a wife, whichever the one who has a wife. Yeah. I don't remember the name, but he built it. So Corey had me come over and I skated and it's got the gator skin on it and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the ramp was unreal. But it sucked because I'm so used to skating small stuff that it was a four foot, but it just seems so huge to me. <laughs> and, it just, yeah, and I'm used to skating Sorry. bigger ramps. It I get just, it. It just bummed me out. Because <laughs> I've been skating like um, little four foot quarters and, and – um, I go to a lot to the uh, the projects and skate that little stuff, yeah. and, and it's it's beneath me. Yeah. And then when I go skate something I should, I'm like, like so it kind of bums me out. So like you say, when you're going backwards, like I don't want to go backwards yet. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Obviously, I'm not going to be doing huge stair sets or anything. But when it comes to ramp, like I want to get back up to the four and the five. Yeah, well, there's like that's what I kind of meant was I don't know if I said it correctly, but I kind of mean like. There's so much nuance on the way down that you can find new things yeah. to progress at. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's so much stuff to skate. You can skate like people skate into their. We already talked about it on the podcast, but there's a dude skating in his 80s. Yeah, you can still like do whatever. You yeah. know, yeah. you're skating matures. Yeah, form, yeah. yeah. But the anything thing is, you have in your life, but like for you, a long time, 30 years, me, 20. Are years. there tricks that literally you couldn't do that you you need them still? Like, is there, I mean, your level is probably higher than mine, but like, is there something where you're kind of like, you know, I got 20 years left to skate, man. I better get this one. Is there anything oh, that, dude. is there any tricks? No, there no. was this urgency at, like that at one point. Yeah. I was like, I like, I filmed a lot of parts. I was fortunate. I still am fortunate, but, uh, I was fortunate to like be able to get to skateboard for a long time and that be my sole focus. Yeah. 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 And like have like, um people support me so yeah. i can focus on just skating yeah yeah because yeah. i was uh, really trying to build something or create something with it like yeah. an identity i was trying to figure out sure, who i was sure, through sure, skating sure. you know so like dude to have those sponsors was sick and uh i filmed a lot of video parts because yeah. i didn't want it to be like a free thing i wanted to like sure earn it 
yeah, like yeah. prove yeah. prove my worth yeah. too, because it's a collaborative effort to do yeah. all that. There's yeah. like a team manager, there's a brand manager, there's artists, yeah, there's skaters, like a whole team. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes to like a brand, you know. Yeah, so it's like you know, well that yeah, everyone has to work, work to make ethic. the yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It doesn't yeah. happen unless you do make it happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you got to find think. people that are driven and on the same wave and, the and the same it's idea. A vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, man. And, and yeah. Yeah. And so just, like, um, yeah, man. So I was able to obsess over skating, and I just loved skating because it was like my escape from my childhood, sort yes, of, yeah. or distraction yep, from whatever yep, was around yep, me. Yep. You know, I I tell people that all the time, like regardless of what you're doing, any kind of exercise, I don't care what it is. If you're out there doing it, your mind really can't be on anything else. Yeah, and it's amazing therapy. And there's been times where I had the worst day in the world and I'll go skate a couple hours and when I'm done, I'm kind of like, eh. Like it, it literally... Skating or, helps. Or, or, yeah, because there's nothing, There's it's a distraction and you can't think about anything else. And like also you're engaging your heart and your body so you're like fully oh, engaged yep. in something. And the endorphins. I yeah, tell people you that sweat, all the time. your yeah. heart beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You you're feel alive because you're moving Dude. fast and Dude. like creatively if that, you want. It, and that's what I tell people. The body will reward you mentally and physically. Yeah. And that's... Skating helps me do that because I, I wouldn't work out as much unless Dude. it was for skating Dude. for sure. And the thing too is like I started riding BMX. And, oh, nice. Um, that and, seems fun. Oh, what a respect for those guys I got from riding a bike. There's man. so many rippers that come to Edge. That's Dude. where I see them. Oh, me too. Me Destroyers. Too. And yeah. the guys at Trinity I, I ride with um, and just all around. But, I mean, I, I literally picked up a bike. I have a really nice custom bike. Um, I gained so much respect for bikers then when I started doing tricks and trying to learn stuff because, man – you cannot bail on a bike. Yeah, like, you're going dude. down, dude. <laughs> and there's, that's the thing. I've already had two concussions and two black oh, eyes. From, oh, yeah, straight from falls. We got to pad bike. this guy up. Dude. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's because I'm so used to allowing myself to fall and tuck and roll. Yeah. But on a bike, I fall backwards. And I literally, it was probably two months ago, I was riding with my friend downtown and I was doing bunny hops and he bunny hopped this huge thing and there was one that was half the size. So I was like, I'm going to go for it. I just bunny hopped it, landed, looped out, knocked myself out. Yeah, I can see yeah, that happening. And, yeah, dude, it was like, and it's just crazy because when we skate, we know we're going to fall. So you just accept it. But I do that on a bike where it's like, I shouldn't do that. I should really, yeah. it's just It's because you have unearned inertia and dude, movement because dude. you can just, everyone can kind of pedal and, and you can go faster. But looping out, yeah. I swear you gain speed when you fall <laughs> oh, backwards. Oh yeah. So if I'm going 40, I'm hitting the ground at 80 yeah, yeah, and yeah. man. Um, but again, it's humbling. So it's, um. That's cool. You found that too, and oh, have fun dude. with it. It's great too because I'll go to Trinity and I'll see dudes that I skated with, and I'll be on the bike, and they're just like, "Oh man, like this dude's really good at skating." I'm like, "Yeah, you're telling people that when I'm sitting on a bike." Uh, you know? <laughs> um, but again, that's I ride hilarious. With, I ride with dudes who are really good, so it's humbling because I'm I'm the bench warmer, but I'm out there with them, and we do 15 miles riding around Providence, and we uh, get all the good spots. exercise, so, good oh, workout, dude, unbelievable. Um, Me and my lady ride bikes. Yeah, dude. Just I, when it's beautiful out and there's dude, hills, like dude. you go for a long bike ride. Don't you feel like free? My like, favorite thing is to get lost. Just go oh, until dude. you don't know where you are and yeah. then figure your way yep. back. Yep. It's very yep. good, especially in this digital age with the dude. phones and stuff. And, well, that's the thing. I started taking my friend down to South Providence to get the Providence and stuff and just going to hit and ghetto spots that we used to skate. And dude, whatever. Providence is awesome. <sighs> 
It's the best. I've scoured Providence, like, in the surrounding areas, just filming. Dude, so far. I tell people, and they, they'll be like, oh, you ever see this show, whatever, growing up? I'm like, I didn't see it. They're like, I, every night was down in Providence with all my homies. That's I, awesome. There's, there's probably 10. When the weather's nice. Dude, oh. <laughs> oh, always. And even in the wintertime, it was crazy. In the wintertime, when there was snow on the ground, in Providence, we would all meet up and go up to the Quincy T Station, where yeah. it's the heated garage, and, and skate there. Like, That's we sick. always found a way. Yeah, so it was... um. Now that we're older and stuff, we'll have to hit indoor parks. But it was like, because I was talking to my friend Jay Mulk about it, like, we used to go shovel parks out. And yeah, like, yeah. It was totally like, like, I'm doing that now. Dude, like, but to be honest, today, I was walking my dogs, and I was like, you could skate in this. Yes. I kind of yes. was like, oh, yeah. I yeah. felt the heat from the sun yes. a little bit. Yeah. I was yeah. like, that is refreshing. Yep. I would enjoy it. He was like, fucking long hair, like, just dapper. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, too. I think that we know that freedom of being out and being... I don't know, man. I spent more time on the on the streets pushing around for years and years and years, and um, it's still in my blood. I can't push around on a board skating like I used to, um, but that's where the bike riding comes in because I'll go ride around for hours with my friend, and he does crazy tricks and stuff, and I just reminisce of all the stuff I used to do skating. Yeah. Um, Have you ever done a pump track on a bike? No. The, I live. I think right there's here. one in Alston. Oh, there's one. There's one in um, Providence in Roger Williams. Park. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a it's a, a mini one, and then they have huge jumps too. Dude, you should try that. I, w- I would. I live right up the street from there. Oh, where? From Roger Williams Park. So yeah, that would be sick. I, I mean, honestly, I mean, I would do it to do it, but I, I don't know, man. I'm a I'm a ghetto fab dude. I like to be in the city. I yeah. grew up in the country, so it's like. I would much rather take my bike and go ride around South Providence and downtown Providence and oh, East sick. Providence and stuff. It, it, it's just like being skating. You just stop, talk to people. Like You could definitely uh, find spots on a bike. And that's a thing, too. That's being mobile is good in general. Dude, yeah. yeah. It's I'd awesome. Say movement is medicine. That's my creed. Yeah, movement that's a good is one. medicine, so it's like... Um, and I think you're like me too. On days when, like, say a week goes by and you haven't really done anything, your body is like, "Hey, buddy." Yeah, you got to use it or you yet. lose it, dude, bro. Dude, <laughs> I do like I go to the edge and do a lot of skate lessons and just like hang out with kids and yeah, skate, yeah. and uh, that helps me go when yes. I don't want to. Yes. Because, yep. dude, yep. you just live life all day, and you're, you're sometimes you're using your body a lot, and you need some rest, but other yeah. times you need. To get out there, and yeah. even when yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, because after, the feeling of after is accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I say the endorphins kick in, man, and that's it's a natural Definitely, high, definitely. Because yeah, yeah. you're fully engaged, so it's like mind, body, and your spirit. If you yep. can combine those yep. and use them, like, yep. great. Best therapy. Yeah, Best dude. Best therapy ever. And it's like your mind is connected to your body, so you yeah. move your body, and there's yeah. expression and movement. And, and that's like, the thing, too. I could never go to a gym and work out like and sit on a bicycle and just stationary like i would much rather be out and about and wave to people and say hey yeah that's uh, i do i'll do the gym stuff if i um have an injury and i need to go do something really light i'll go swimming or i'll do like some aerobics on the machines and like long distance stuff but like mostly it's low impact skating helps (laughs) yeah yeah i think so too i think so too I love flat ground, too. It's like probably the best thing about skateboarding is an ollie and just flat ground, Dude, you know? I've lost flat. That's that's the thing, man. That When you're talking to Nick about the 
inward heal and stuff. I wondered if that was a trick that you never really had that you wanted. No, kind of. Yeah. 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 I know. I've probably, I've probably landed a few yeah, of them. I've done them. And I, that's the thing. I used to be so good at flat ground. It's all gone. It's yeah. It's all gone now, man. I think the ramp destroyed it because when I skate ramp, I can ollie high and do airs. But then when it's on flat ground, I pop it. I'm like this high. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the street is really impactful. It's and, weird um, when you come into winter because then you're, on the east coast you're inside skating a lot of transition yeah. if you like really can't you need to skate yeah. you're gonna find it indoor parks yeah. or whatever and then coming back after and when it starts to spring out and you're fucking go back oh, out into the city in the first fall on pavement man. yeah yeah but it's sick to be like scouring going places and yeah. like hitting cities again and driving around yeah it's the sickest thing ever so all i've pretty much been doing for years of my life is just like yeah skating skate parks yeah some work here and then like going out into cities yeah. and working on video parts like going out with the crew and everyone working on yeah. their own video part and we're trying to find spots for certain yeah. people yeah. or like find something everyone can skate and have yeah. a good time yeah and it's like that's how our videos came to be with all i need it was like um uh good eye was our last video that we just like collected footage for a couple years yeah. you know of yeah. just like fil- street skating and filming it and sammy's been filming the whole thing so i don't think i know him Do I know sam kern I'll, if you if I'll I see you guys near him. each other, I'll yeah, introduce I'll you. Seen him before, Sam filmed the Good Eye for us. Yeah, he rips too. He rides for World. Uh, oh, Sam's yes, a beast. Yes, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has good like switch wally to like barley grinds yeah. down hubbas and stuff. I think yeah. sketchy Sam. Did sketchy you, Sam. Did you um? <laughs> did you put him on World? Yeah, yeah. yeah Sam's just been like skating. He, he grew up, I think, around like Lakeville, and okay, I've just known him since. Yeah, I think he was I remember younger. that's. A, yeah, I think I Sam's saw. a man. Yeah, I was gonna ask. He you hangs out with Kevin you... tons, like Kevin Clem. Yeah, yeah. Both yeah, ride yeah, for yeah. World. So, how did you find the guys for all I need too? Like, well, always... that's a solid question, Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because I I knew Billy. I've always seen him at the edge, but yeah, like I didn't know if you knew him. Well, so today is Kevin's birthday. Kevin Clem. And, happy uh, birthday. I think he's 25. Yeah, happy nice. birthday, KK. 25. Dude, birthday podcast. Ooh, KK in the building. So and, um, dude, one of the first accounts for All I Need was uh, just when we did shirts. His mom had a skate shop, Raza. His Where mom, it was in Middleborough. Okay. His mom and his sisters and him would just like, we're running a skate shop and they bought some t shirts. Nice. So it was sick. Um, that's how I met Kevin. And he was mad little. Yeah, so little, yeah, dude. Yeah. Just ripping. Yeah. And then just kept in touch with him through Edge and through, like, watching footage. And that's how I met Kevin. And he started riding for all I need back then. And then um, Billy, just through the Edge, ripping. Yeah. I'd go to the Edge all the time. Just watch Billy mature into a full-fledged dude, you know, and keep skating. And me and Billy have been doing tons of cool stuff for years. Yeah. Just, like, demos and skate jams and video parts and video like putting all types of stuff out for years i've just been skating for so long like wherever i go and it's like you build these relationships yeah, and friendships yeah. and see but think about that you are out there doing your thing all these people are watching you and then they want to be like you and you're an influence and inspiring to them so oh, man so like that must be really cool because i've had kids say that like Oh, do you remember me? No, I, you know, you did this trick and it's run and you blow whatever. I'm like, I don't remember. They're like, yeah, I was this small. And they remembered. And yeah. they'd be like, dude, you used to, you know who was like that for me? Um, Justin Healy. Oh, Justin damn. Healy Justin was Rips. a tiny, 
little kid his mom used to bring him the Narragansett Deforestation. Park. Deforestation, dude. Yeah, Justin. Oh, so good. But I knew him when he was young, and um, we'd skate this little half pipe all the time. And um, I just remember, like, he was young. Like, his mom would still drive him to the park and everything. And I love I, Justin's style. Oh, dude, he's so, got, like, his, like, dude, monster style. Dude, it's sick. He's so good. Um, and I just remember I would go to Narragansett Park all the time when it was up and running. And then I'd go down to Civil and see Guido and all because I've known them forever. And I'd just be like, dude, there's this young kid, man, that whatever. And I would talk about him all the time. And I think one day I walked into Civil East Greenwich and he was buying the thing. I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, I work. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) good for you, man. Yeah. yeah. But he was doing tricks that it was just crazy. His his style and his progression was unbelievable because we would skate half and he would be doing tricks and then I'd go see him like two days later. He'd be at the park and he'd be doing something so out of the level that I saw him at two days ago. Yeah. I'm like, where did you learn that? You know, like he just, I don't know, he was good. And I remember once um, his mom came there and I think she started to film him and we were skating this this thing going down a, a, a bank and, you know, after five tricks, man, I have, that's all I had on that trick. I mean, he just kept going where I was like, oh my God, Yeah, dude, Justin's like, amazing at skating. <sighs> it's crazy when you, uh, what you said right there, like it's, I see that a lot. It's like, you'll see someone and they'll be ripping and then you won't see him for a while, but they keep ripping dude. and then you can see the progress. You're dude. like, whoa, you can tell you've been really focused on that trick or yeah, that thing. Yeah. You've been working on your skating. That always gets me hyped. To do. But, but I think thing- that's going back to what you were saying before. It's like. It's cool if someone looks that looks that way at me, like Dude. that I inspire them. Yeah. But it's like the same. Like when you meet someone out there that's Dude. like carrying themselves yeah. and like yeah. part of a community yeah. and like productive and yep. trying to like build something, create yeah. their life or whatever, and they're aware. Yeah, like that's inspiring. When I meet Dude. people like that daily, I yeah. think half yeah. the reason why I liked skating was there's a lot of awesome people in Dude. it, like and, outgoing, and nice to people. Have them yeah. say and be stuff. cool. Like I remember um, my friend Anthony Delvis. I used to skate with him a lot, and. Um, I had not seen him for a while, and we ended up skating, I think, the edge. And we started skating around, and I never forget it. He was like, um, he was like, I was at, I think he went to Pawtucket Park. Oh, hell yeah. And he was like, um, he was like, I was at Pawtucket Park. This was obviously years ago. And he was like, I was skating, and this kid was really good um, skating, like, the, the transitions. And I guess Anthony went up to him and just started talking to him. He was like, damn, you're really good like that. And literally, he's like, Burnside, this dude. Justin Healy told me, this dude, Adam Burnside, showed me how to skate ramp. <laughs> and literally, Justin Anthony's like, you know Burnside? And he's like, yeah. And they just clicked like that. But it was Anthony telling me. And it was just one of those things where like, I was like, damn, dude, like, how amazing. And that's why I say for you, I, mean, I look up to you and I see tricks that you do and, and just even other skaters where it's just like, like, you don't even know how powerful your influence is because you're out there doing your own thing. Yeah. But it's inspiring to see and to emulate, to be just like you, but we want to be ourselves. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah. that. And, and so that's what I mean. Like for you to see the dude, what's his name? Kevin be young. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and say with Billy, like they're doing their own thing, but you have such a major part in it and you didn't even try to do it. You're out there doing your own thing. That's what I find in our, in every, every sport. There's obviously, you know, I've, I mean, like to, I, but. I've been trying to like, like with Billy and like Corey and the skate team side of things, I yeah. tried to find dudes that wanted to film video parts. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause that was like, what did it, I don't know. That's what it meant 
to me at that time. We yeah. just filmed some yeah. video parts and yeah. like be working on a project with yeah. other friends, find people that just want to do it, you know? So did you know everyone on the team before? That like, common thread, though, that is everyone's following in skateboarding, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like you yeah. can help and inspire each other or you could yeah. even be a negative influence sure. or whatever, sure. but like people that just pursue their skating and like keep it in their life and like Dude. a lot of people like it for me it helped build my identity just from learning to balance and figure yeah, things yeah, out and yeah. having something in my life yeah, so long yeah. you know but a you lot of us that, that does but it i for... think that but we're the type of people and i think in every biking scooters rollerblades once you get to a certain point you're almost giving it back because you can look at that young dude's determination and know that dude's got it or that dude's really in it and it's one of those where literally you take them under your wing almost and be like oh yeah dude and and just be like all right man like and and that's that's why I say there's just inspirational times in my life that I can remember where I felt like I went up a level, yeah, and it, whether it's acceptance from somebody or or just that pat on the back from someone or someone being like, oh man, dude, like I wish I could skate like you, or you're just looking on like you can, yeah. you know. And I always remember telling people they're like, oh, you skate, you shred ramp or whatever, and I'm like, anything I do, you can do. No, no, I said, dude, trust me, man. Yeah, so man. that's what I mean. It's like there there might be negativity, but there's a certain point where you're going to turn out and just be like, dude, man, anything you can do, I want to help you yeah, man. get better. It's crazy because you meet so many people, especially in, like for me in skateboarding, I've met so many people. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's half the reason I built the brand was because I was like, I've seen the potential in all these skateboarders and I'm like, we should just do something too, you yeah. know? Like, it's like um, this skateboarding is a thing that a lot of people love and need in their life, yeah. including me, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's like, how do we like, do cool stuff with that you but that's know the thing, like you're being proactive to people who you don't even know but you know that it's positive yeah that, man that. i try to find people that are like around me that are doing it and i can yeah. help out like yeah. i do a lot of skate lessons just because like if i can skate with like little versions of myself yeah. and yeah, try to dude. smooth the ride dude. so because i i was like a young kid at one point trying to learn to skate or like learn to manage my emotions or just learn dude. to be social dude. and things yeah. and different yeah. interactions like yeah. so I don't know. And it helps me, too, because I get to hang out with kids and, yeah, like, yeah. remember that things sure. are childlike, you sure. know? Sure. Skating's childlike, which is it awesome. Because really every is. ollie has, like, been awesome, you Dude. know? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It sucks. I had a question for you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said your father died. when Did he pass away when you were two? Yeah. How do you think that impacted your life? I always think about things like that because I grew up, obviously, in... Sorry to do a 180. No, no. <laughs> but... Um, I don't, I didn't know him, so I don't know. I grew up seeing pictures of him and having mementos that my mom kept of him, but, it, and, and obviously my grandparents, his, his parents, obviously when I was young, I would see them. Yeah. Um, he was from Tennessee. My mom's from Kentucky. Did you hear so, stories and all that? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, other than my mom telling me certain traits or. Or my grandparents, you know, saying, oh, you look like your dad, or I look like my mom, too, or whatever. But it's just one of those things where literally, like, I didn't know him. So I didn't really know my identity, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, don't I grew really... up with women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you did, but. Well, I mean. I, I had a bunch of sisters, my yeah, mom, no, my no, aunt, no. my cousins. No, it was me and my mom from like nine or ten until like seventeen. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, 
I don't really know. I, 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 sometimes I wonder that. I wonder, because he was a police officer too. So oh. it was one of those things where literally like, at this time, would I have been a cop or like I can see a you as a cop. Or, Not uh, that you would want to be, but yeah, no, I, mean, I don't know. We need him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do we? I don't yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I don't. I don't. I really don't know. I don't. I don't think about those things. Like I say, obviously, growing up, I always had questions and I always wondered, but there was a. I didn't waste my time on wondering. Because I can't change that, if that makes any You're sense. You're two, so it's like hard to hit the impact at two, maybe, or. Yeah, I mean that's the thing too. I mean I don't to understand. I don't, it I don't remember. I I vaguely remember, and I don't remember anything, bits and pieces of growing up, obviously. But my mom remarried when I was four, so I really don't. I remember bits and pieces of. Did you have a uh, the stepdad was a good role model? Did you oh, have yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. How yeah. long did you have him in your life? Or do you, from you four to did, nine? Yeah, yeah, that helps. Yeah, that's a um, role that needs to be filled if your father passed away. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, I don't. I really don't remember much of anything other than having fun and having an Atari and we had oh, boats yeah. and always, <laughs> always going out every weekend out on the boat to Long Island from Connecticut and um, tons of trips in Florida and East driving up down there flying. Um, That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really good childhood, I think. Um, and then again, I grew up from nine to 17 with no father influence. And I said, my mom was always working and then she put herself through school. Um, so I really, sick. I That's had inspiring. no, Oh dude, I had no supervision. I didn't get in a, tr I think skating saved me. I mean, I like, again, I didn't, I was friends with people all over the map. So it wasn't like I had a click back then either. Um, I don't know. I think skating, just kept me focused on having balance or I, I don't I don't know because I would have friends obviously in junior high school and high school that drank and I would see them drunk and I just it didn't appeal to me I felt like I was trying to hone in my balancing skills on a yeah, skateboard you're, you're so saying like, that a little bit earlier yeah that's good to be aware like you got everyone's got to know which drugs they can manage you know yeah. if something doesn't serve you and it's harming your life or you're noticing that things are like going like I watch look other at people. what you yeah, do, you know, yeah. like sometimes even just our emotions are all kilted all over. And yeah. We become self-destructive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find like the, yeah. that's what I say too. Line, like, like I, for having no supervision and being around people that did bad things, I could have turned up so much worse. I think I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> could have been I'm flame boy. A, uh, yeah. You're more wet, Willie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, I see that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, that never interests me. Um, I was always active and I was always sports minded and stuff. So if the idea for me to do something that made me like, well, was not. Yeah. Um, I was like that when I was a child too. I was kind of like anti it just because yeah. my mom was self-destructive with uh, substance yeah. abuse and yeah. all that stuff. Like, and I was like, clearly she keeps doing something even though it's not good, you yeah. know, like she, yeah. she's being self-destructive. Yeah. So it's like, that's put the fear of God in me, dude. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want to touch anything until I could figure out who I was. Yeah. And it's yeah. like. And then I was so rub raw, like with my emotions and feelings and thought process then too, because I'm young and there's a lot going on. Yeah. So heavy to try to figure, yeah. have any balance in the upside down world, you know? And I think we all experience that. But like, 
that's I've experienced that when I was younger, you know, and like the whole thing is so complex, dude. It is. It it's is. insane. But that's why I say it. Well, uh, a thing that was really good too with me growing up, especially out in the streets of Providence, all those years, is I got to see the rich guy driving by with the Ferrari, um, and I got to see the guy who was a drug addict that that was homeless in the gutter, and it almost made me kind of be like, well. I don't think I'm going to be that, and I definitely don't think I'm going to be that. So it kind that of helps. like... Um, <laughs> it's good to aim at something. It, it, well, I mean, but I, at, if I didn't know where I was, I knew where I didn't want to be. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. That, that, if that makes any Process sense Process of all. elimination. And, and to a degree, I mean, you're using other people's demise or whatever for your own personal gain. But again, you, there's no roadmap to life. So, I mean, of course, I want to aspire to be the guy in the Ferrari, but when I come to find out and befriend the guy in the Ferrari, I find out he, he's miserable. He makes tons of money. All his friends hate him. Um, he cheats on his wife. You know, he does tax of it. Like, like, wow, dude, like you look good on paper and you've got all the thing like that. You're not happy. You're yeah, not yeah. happy. You're not happy. You're controlled by this idea of wanting to be something that you want to be in other people's eyes or whatever. And then you see the people who made the wrong decisions and, they can never be anything more than they ever chose to be. Um, so that's why I think that that kept me centered because, again, I'd be like, well, this dude has all the money in the world and he's still not happy and this guy has no money in the world and he's not happy. Let me just stay yeah, right yeah, down yeah. this road. And um, Well, the, the th your, your, real balance, your real currency is your time. Yep. You know, like yeah. if you divide it up every day and yeah. like all those things and it's like, What's that worth to you? Dude, you know, yeah. like you have to like try to work towards things and focus on things yeah. and they have to mean something to you. And like See, you have to things that drive you and yeah, move you forward. Yeah. And like you have to build your future through like work and visualizing and, and aiming failing, at something and trying and to failing. figure out. Yeah, you yeah, figure out yeah. what you'd like to be and what you're not. And then you try to balance those out, you know. Yeah. yeah. It can be like that. I imagine there's a lot of different rides, but. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, though, with us skaters and even, like, anybody who does anything extreme, we're, se into a slim we're, 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 <laughs> we're setting ourselves up for failure. Every day we got on a skateboard, we're, we're, we're looking at crashing or breaking ourselves or something, but it didn't matter because we knew we had to fail to succeed. So every time we fell, we got back up. We might try a little bit harder or something. So I think that that transferred in life too, or it's like, all right, well, I get a job and I ended up screwing up and I got fired. I didn't go sit in the, the room and cry about it. I'm like, all right, well, let me go find another job. You know, so yeah. it's, it's, a, um, it's a failure to succeed that you know if you're going to fail that you keep trying to succeed. And um, I feel like without skateboarding, I was one of those people where I let it bother me because I was reflecting back on something that happened and it would affect me in my future of not trying it again or something. And skateboarding yeah, was yeah. kind of like, eh, whatever, if I fail, I'll get back up. So Yeah. It's sick uh, in that sense. It is. It, not just it skating, is. but just like... Anything. Yeah, just trying anything. to do anything, yeah. Even runners and stuff where it'd be like, all right, I did three miles and I'm hurt. I want to do five miles and I might be a little bit more just hurt, being committed to life dude, or to something dude, in life yeah, yeah yeah for sure that's like good for people it really is good that's things take time to build too dude. like people come into their bodies and their perception and the lights are on and then they yeah. think they need to own the whole world and yeah. it's like you got to figure out what you are first and yeah. value what you are and try to go forward from there which is hard to do you know and I think too that for everybody in life I found out just from seeing 
both extremes. I see these people who could be millionaires and then something happens in their life that money can't fix. And you know, all that stuff doesn't matter anymore because then they become human. And th then your friends matter or whatever. I don't know. I just feel like I've had tragedies in my life happen where once you find out something happens, nothing else matters other than being with that person in their downtime or yeah. whatever. Or, or just... Um, Dude, the loss of life will put the perspective into you. It. For sure, you'll be like, oh, yeah, things are very precious. Dude, you can dude. break your days up into time. Dude. and every Seeing like extremes, too, is crazy because then you can see the whole spectrum of the creator that you are. Dude. And that's terrifying. That's it. It is. And if it you is. don't have control and you're not aiming it, it, it's hard to be reflective and look at your own life and be grateful and be like, these are gifts I have, like the be Dude. ability to listen or Dude. the ability to articulate myself Dude. or to be able to see the colors and things that we do and like <sighs> to be able to capture it. And like, yep. it's hard to remember that, you know? But that's why I say that. Especially when everyone's fighting online and there's fucking so many shell games out Dude. there. But the thing that... That's, but <laughs> not that's, to derail. That's what I mean, though, is self-reflection really gets deep when you watch somebody else go through something that you're glad it's not you so if like you have a bad day i used to i, I had a couple friends that used to say like oh you know i'm gonna kill myself for this i listen you know what i'm gonna tell you to do go park in a hospital and go start walking floors and stick your head in and see those people yeah. because you're gonna look in there you're gonna see some guy that lost both of his legs because of whatever, or whatever, where it's like literally now you're looking at them and being like, you know what? I don't want to be like that. I don't want less of myself go or whatever. So it's one of those again, where it sucks. It happens to somebody else, but you're finding your center where sh shit might not be good for you today, but you look in that room and you see that dude who smoked for 30 years or whatever. And now he's going to pass away because his lungs or whatever. You'd be like, all right, man, you know what? Yeah. I mean, so that's what I It's mean. a hard reality is that, like, we do have some, we d are, po we can be powerful creatures Dude. and we can be powerful for good or bad or, yeah. like, you can be, yeah. you could be, like, uh, self-destructive yeah. and just yeah. be on a war path with life, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we're all in life. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we're all here right now trying to figure it out, so. And that's what I say, too. Like, there's so many things that are in the world today that are such issues that, like, they didn't affect us as skaters or even bikers, or any sport, or anything like that, where it's like, one of my favorite skaters, one of the reasons that I became so determined to skate is is Ray Barbie. Ooh, I used to just watch heel him. Heel flips. Literally, I mean, just every, everything. Just, just, whole, front threes, front heel flips, back heel flips. Everything. I so just, many good heel flips. <laughs> I would just watch him and just be like, I wish I was him. Like, like or Javante, or whatever. It's yeah. just one of those things. So I didn't see... Uh, a black person or a Spanish something. I saw someone that was unbelievable. Their skill mattered, not their race or their sexual preference, or anything. Yeah, and it's yeah. just one of those where literally, like, like that shit doesn't matter. So it just gets so played out now. Where I feel like it's the easier thing to do. Yeah, the harder thing is to like build a character and then yeah. judge people off of a character yeah. and be able to like and not have to yeah. label. Just be like try to read someone. You know, yeah. it's easier just to um just to label people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But in a tough one, dude. <laughs> what I mean, obviously, like, I don't know, it's, it's, we live in a very judgmental world and everybody acts like they're not, but you are. So it's, it's, and it's not, it's not a bad thing, but if I walked into this room and I'm wearing a $2,000 suit, you'd probably be like, damn, dude, he's got a lot of money or something. Like, you, no, I'd be like, whoa, you look sharp, dude. But, but I mean, what? It, but, it looks good. But what if I came in here and I was wearing like, you know, a you had a clown suit on? Yeah, I mean, it's just, 
I'd be like, dude, he's fucking trying some shit out right now. Like fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I feel like that we have some judgmental things in us and it doesn't necessarily mean bad. It's the, what the person, the person wants to portray themselves as. So obviously if you see someone dressed up like a gangster, you probably assume he listens to rap, yeah. you know, like whatever. There's so, some reasons to like, um judge people sure you know like sure. for safety reasons sometimes yeah, yeah. i've been in that yeah. situation where you got to read the room and be like yeah. is there gonna be violence yeah, yeah yeah like that's like um that's human nature yeah that's well, our that's nature I mean. no we're, i don't people can get delusional and disconnected from their nature yeah, but yeah. your body is your nature like but that's what i mean it's how the person portrays themselves that you're going to pick up on that cue yeah. and try to decipher and then you might find out you know the guy whatever is a symphony conductor or something like yeah dude. man i would have never figured that one out you, know? <laughs> you can i do have that biggie shirt and the, the, the do-rag man i'm sorry but yeah but that's what you I can mean. have misreadings of people and be oh, wrong dude. and oh, of course all the time it's we're we're full of the whole human expect uh, spectrum here you know sure sure it's hard to like but it's pleasantly nice to be surprised yeah if, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense so um i don't know i just wish that everybody would just cool off and just Amen, Do their brother. own thing, man, and like Amen. just be happy for other people and support them and stuff, and like the world would just be so much better. <laughs> it's problem. One of the problems is, and for everyone, myself included, is that there's we're narrative creatures and we like stories. Yeah, and yeah. there's infinite stories about anything uh, in front of you. You have the eternity in your phone. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I when it's really nice outside here, I'll lay on my deck. We like have a nice deck that we worked hard to earn. And I'll lay on it just on the flat, yeah, yeah. and I look up, and there's actually stars where I live, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I and I'll watch this like the time. It'll be like a time lapse yeah, yeah. for like two yeah, hours, yeah, dude. Yeah. And the weather when it's beautiful, you know, like 60s, 70s, literally just lay around, stare into sure, eternity. Sure, it's like the sure. most fucking therapeutic thing it is, it is. in the world, and, you but know. But you let your mind wander. You're like looking up there. Like, yeah, you're not just being like pulled like strings. Yeah, like everyone. Yeah. Because a lot of it is our impulse. We give in to our impulses, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we just need to relax and, like, look up and take in what sure, is, you sure, know? Sure. It gives you, um, like, a negative space because, like, you're alive and you're using all your perceptions. I can feel, yeah. I can see, I can hear, and, like, it's turned on, you know? And then where you're reactive to that, however you are. So, but sometimes if you can get into, like, a, I like dark, quiet, expansive yeah, sp- yeah, places yeah. that's, like, you can drift often yeah. and you can let things unwind and you can like disconnect from some of yep. your thoughts yep. and your patterns and your habits. It's like really hard to do. It's like a form of meditation, you know, like I don't, yeah. people meditate and like they hold that yeah. space. I can't do that. It's I unbelievable. I sit it's there, hard. I sit there and try to, me- I mean, I've tried well, you it do, before. You probably do it through like, phys- like I do it through skating. That's you drift it. That's off what I mean. Through, I like, can't physical. just sit in a room and whatever yeah. because I literally in my head going, what should I be thinking about? Uh, <laughs> like, like, I've been I've been trying to do this lately. Um, at least throughout my day, I try not to put on uh, any podcasts for like an hour or like don't put any on any podcasts. Don't go on any apps. Yep. Don't have anything that I have to pay attention yeah. to, and just walk my dogs or like yeah. take an hour out now of each you're going day down that path. If you see something, yeah. Well, it just gives me space to like not be listening or paying attention or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. just walking breathing it's like skating where yeah, you get yeah. connected you're on your yeah, board yeah, and you're like yeah, yeah. you have to focus on that so That's you don't it. get hurt yep, you know yep. it's the same in life it's like we have so many gadgets and then we I have know, so many people it's not just the phones it's you're with people too yeah, and you're yep. interacting all day yeah. so it's like a lot you need some your space you know yeah. just so you can figure out 
dude, life is you have to process life daily. So that's what I've been trying to be better about is like give yourself space to process all the feelings and thoughts throughout the day, yeah, you know, which yeah. is like hard to remember because we get carried away yeah, with like yeah. life in general, you know. I want to still do that thing you told me that um that pod thing where you lay in the water. float tank. Float yeah, tank. that's yeah, I want to try that. Dude, that'll kind of put you in that space instantly because yeah, yeah. you'll be out in space because you're in warm water that's buoyant, so yeah, you float. Yeah. So you literally lay there for an hour and you can close your eyes and you, they have earplugs. Yeah. You literally feel like you're just floating out yeah, in space yeah. physically yeah. and like yeah. your mental state. I want to say when I talked to you last about that, there's it's fucking it's, good, um, dude. Yeah, I think that was at the beginning of the COVID thing. So the place there's one in Warwick. Near yeah. Yeah, and I think it some open, like some shut, shut down. down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's some good ones that have like spas with them and are connected, but those things yeah. are amazing, dude. Yeah, I want to buy one. Yeah, because it would be sick, like to do that like once every dude, few days, because it's like a reset. Reset. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you get to kind of like reset your your senses, yeah. your perceptions, yeah. and all these yeah, things that get said, turned yeah, on. Let the perception in that is the floating, which you don't have the gravity pulling on you. Or yeah. Whatever. Like one thing I want to ask you, because how did you? How did you get in to start skydiving, doing the jumping? Oh, I just, like, confront it, you know? It's like, this seems like my worst nightmare. Yeah. Let's just go for you, it. Because, obviously, you start out tandem. How many times do you... I've only gone skydiving, like, two, three times yeah. in my yeah. life. Yeah. But just challenge. Because I'm so afraid of heights. So am I. Dude, if I... So am I. Like, if I climbed up to the second story of my house, I'd be fucking nervous. Like, it's a challenge. See, it, I'm... Right, because this I was talking to somebody at work about this. I am afraid of heights. I don't mind going up, like climbing a tree. I don't want to come down. I would rather jump. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. Like going like, down, terrifying, sound. dude. It yeah. is. It is. It is. <laughs> I jumped. <laughs> that's how I went skydiving, dude. <laughs> Worst yeah. nightmare. Jump. <laughs> the, oh man. Yeah, I you just, go tandem with someone, so yeah. there is that aspect. But to me, I was just in the moment. Oh, they literally course. pulled me up to the edge of the plane. Yeah. I was already freaking out long oh, before course, I got on the plane. Because you're, you're stuck, man. Yeah, you I was just to... playing out the scenario. Dude. And then when I got on there and they hung me out the thing, that was the most terrifying. Oh, my God. You had to stick your legs out. Yeah, yeah. And I forget there's a, a dude strapped course, to my back. Of course, And just like he had to like hit my hands because I was holding on to oh the side of the plane, God. like not even aware. Yeah. And he's like, let's yeah. go. And I was just like freaking out. And then he hit my hand and I was like, and then we like flipped out dude. and then it's just like a crazy rush you're just like in a whirlwind dude it's fucking insane yeah you hit terminal velocity hundred yeah. miles an hour and then the best is when they fucking pull the chute and uh it's like terrifying right then because your body is like you forget you're falling because you're in this moment and then when it, you it reminds it you you're like your... oh my god oh i my thought for god. a second i was like that was my death call but then i was like it was so calm i like dude. landed we saw it. i was like wanted to throw up but held it in and then fucking so peaceful and calm yeah drifting out in that space we were talking about earlier literally it was like he wasn't talking at first which is sick i do that jump there's a girl that i follow named lexi lyon and she ended up doing that too i watched on instagram and um it was one of those things where she's like yeah i didn't think i would wake up to be jumping out of a plane today and i was like dude like uh, that's commitment man like you say though once you get the ball rolling you can't pull out man like like I mean, maybe you could. Like, in other words, could did they tell you, hey, if you don't want to jump, then you can tell us and we'll fly you back down? Or was it not even like... I was like... <laughs> did so, you ask that question? No, yeah. Like, I watched the video in the lobby. Yeah. So you got to watch a video. Sure, sure. And it explains, like, basically, if you die, it's like, there's nothing you can do. You're dead. So I was <laughs> like, okay, here we go. And I was committed. Oh. I'm like, I'm doing this. 
I don't know if we actually talked about me bailing, but I just got on that fucking plane and I was terrified the whole time. Yeah. And then that the experience of falling out of the plane was intense. Yeah. And then um God. yeah, it was so calm. But that's sick you did it too? No, I didn't. Oh you didn't I want do it. to. Oh, I want okay, to. Okay. That's why I say when I watched you do it. <laughs> I, uh, but I mean that's the thing where my I'm I'm one of those people that I like if I see I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it because there's no way in hell that I'm gonna <laughs> pull out and then my friends oh you doing you gotta do it you have to and that's the thing too that i i i respect that um but again i mean there's no way that i would even walk into the lobby and start talking to people without following through there's no way i could you gotta do it you have to at that point um but the real so did they have a um reserve shoot do you know? Was it just one on the back of your tandem guy? Like, I have no idea. That's a good question. I don't even remember. I paid attention in the moment, but it's like I'm kind of – they're the expert, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just tell me what I do. can't do, yeah. you know? Like, uh, it was crazy, and the landing was crazy too because when you come in on the landing, yeah, they're like yeah. lift your legs up, yes. and you're coming yeah, in on yeah, your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, you kind of decide how hard that landing is going to be. And then when I got up, I was like fucking definitely spinning still because when yeah. we were up there – he asked if we wanted to do twirly birds, and I was like, "Yeah, just go for it." Oh, so that you, we did that, yeah. While you were parachuting or free falling? Uh, after the free fall, the parachuting, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was like calm going. and everything, yeah. and then like right then at some point he was like, "You want to do fucking spins?" And yeah. I, I was already sick and felt like I was gonna throw up, but yeah. it's like you're in this oh, situation, course, you gotta course. say yes, yeah, yes. Wow. And then we did a bunch of twirls, and then we came in for the landing, and then I got up and I was like, definitely like all over the place. Uh, physically and emotionally yeah, i was like oh yeah, my god yeah. that was the first time i skydived and then i went again just because you just go for it of course, of course. like why not it's a good reminder yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but <laughs> dude think about the mortality of that like i mean obviously after the fact and you're down on the ground you're like oh my god like dude like what how many things could have went wrong i literally figured someone like you like you're skating and what you do and everything like you need that bar raised, you know, if that makes sense. Like it's, it's kind of like, like we get a, a thrill up to a certain point and we're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go a little it's bit. It's like higher. a relatively like safe way to experience it too, sure, you know? Sure. So I'm like, yeah, let's, I'll fucking challenge myself. I like a challenge as, as long sure, as I like, sure. try not to destroy myself too much these yeah, days. But yeah. a challenge like that, like you're going to get out alive for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to be in a car accident. I think I've been in like small fender benders, yeah. but I imagine people that have been in gnarly car accidents. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. like if a car flips or something, oh, like that seems insane. Sure. Like sure. more than skydiving, you know? PTSD. Yeah. yeah, skydiving at least is like supposedly there's an expert. Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> just have to trust. You know, you're like I hope they know what they're doing. Oh, like yeah. just like yeah. let's do this. But I mean, I have that. I and again, I mean, I think everybody does, but I feel like just I I have this. Maybe as I got older, I mean, I used to fly so much as a young kid. Even when I was a little kid, my mom would just give me to a stewardess, and I'd go fly down to Kentucky and have someone with me to. Oh, like f- when you were an adult, when you were a child. Oh, when I was a kid. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. For years, my mom used to just take me to the airport, and then you were just you know, drifting on planes, and, bro, and, and by myself. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> not... I got taken care of by stewardesses and stuff. But um, as I got older and started flying and stuff, like I'd be getting on that plane, and when you get on and you look in the cockpit, I'd be like, 
Uh, you better be in a lake, dude. Like, you haven't been you drinking, know, yeah, have you? Dude, <laughs> Too like, many scotches, bro? Or just one of those things. Or it's like you see the guy with the thing <laughs> on the plane. I'd be like, listen, man, if, if I find out that this plane crashed because you got served with the force papers this morning, you're like, <laughs> okay. you know what? That bolt. <laughs> So it's one of those where literally it's Ron Burgundy when Baxter dies, he's in the fucking the phone booth just crying about his dogs. But I just it's just one of those where literally like if you're not aware of things, then you're just kind of like ignorant bliss. But it's one of those things where you're like, listen, man, you know, like 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 we went to Six Flags a couple times, and it was one of those things where literally I'd have to sit down and be like to the person that I was with to be like, okay, do you want to go on? No, okay, then I'm not going on that right there. Like like I just. I don't know what it is. Like, there's just certain rides I will not go on. Like the, the um, I forget. Mind I went on eraser. the Harry Potter one. It made me sick. Yeah, the the mind eraser is that dude. One. That sounds terrifying. I, yeah, I I wouldn't go on that. Um, and I went on the Batman ride, and no word of a lie. Have you ever gone on that? The I Batman don't. Ride? I don't know about the Batman one. It's on. It's at Six Flags. Oh it's yeah, I've right never next been. To, like, That's sick, dude. Should listen, I go? listen. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's safe, you know, whatever, again, you know, um, but I just, I just remember sitting on the ride and we're sitting there and we just, just start to go up this thing and I look over and there's a guy in a lake in a canoe and the guy went from like normal size to like where I'm like, oh my God. And we yeah. hit the crest at the very Terrifying. top of the thing and dude, I held on and I just leaned forward and I was in the fetal position the whole time, dude. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. And dude, we're just, we get off, we go look, and you'd see the picture of you. Man, I'm telling you, my, my head was so far. The photo down. of you? Dude, right. <laughs> no, I was, no, that, I was it, folded in half, oh, dude. Oh, fetal, yeah. Oh, dude, it was one of those, like, you want the picture on? Yeah, no, man. And like, <laughs> dude. It's a, your back. Dude, <laughs> exactly, man. Like, it's like, oh, dude, I was That's so, hilarious. I was so scared. And then at the big E fair too. They're like, this thing got control over this kid. He's oh, flexed dude. in half, dude. Oh, dude. I, I I am such a wimp when it comes to rides and Hilarious. Stuff like and there was this other one we went on, this like whirly bird thing where like you're spinning around, but then the thing you're in spinning around, I swear, as soon as we started golfing. Those ones tilt, terrify me. Dude, I yeah. literally was holding on. No, I think it was one of those where just the bar goes over. Or even worse. And, Dude, I'm sorry, dude, and I'm like my (laughs) weight in this bar. I'm going right to. I swear, like I was holding, and again, I was folded in half. I think my knees were holding my head. I've never folded, and dude, I I just remember the ride starting and the ride ending, and me getting off and like walking as if I was drunk. I didn't know. Oh, dude, I went and sat on the bench and just had my head behind, like, yeah. embarrassed, but also just like, dude, I, and of course the people behind me, I just, you know, eh, whatever, I'm like, dude, yeah. no. I've no. had, I had an experience <sighs> where I just threw up at Canopy Lake for a few hours while my friends had fun. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I was just like, sick. But isn't <laughs> it crazy? Because they look at you and be like, dude, you skate and you do mental stuff and that doesn't make you sick. Like, yo, I'm in control with that, man. I'm yeah, telling you, yeah, like, yeah. like, even though it doesn't look like it, I'm actually in control. But yeah. this, you know, again, like, oh. Dude. Some at least I have some control. That's why I'm balancing. Yeah, yeah. Dude. otherwise it's just trust dude. for sure. And and, and you and see the videos of people getting oh, worked on those things. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Forget <laughs> like it, it happens. Oh, dude. That no. means I could be a statistic, dude. And and that's what I tell people. I say literally, I feel like that's going to be my demise, where I'm gonna pass away, and it's gonna be one of those where like. Oh, that son of a bitch, you know, like poor bastard or whatever. And it'd be like, well, that's never going to happen again because this dude had it. Ha- like, no, yeah. no. I would hate no. to be that guy. Dude, th- and it happens it. though. Dude, 
Oh my god! And it could happen. Knock on wood. I know, oh, and, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's just, but again, think of all the injuries that we avoided that we could have been destroyed in skating, and that comes up with you trying that backside flip to back tail on the rail. Like the chances of you being hurt permanently are so much greater than you dying in a parachute accident or something. But you still made yourself do it. That's insane to me that that's determination again but you're in that mode but you again, definitely have but, like a lot of those times i like worked my way up to that shit from the ground up oh, but yeah, i like yeah. it was like beyond it was to that spot where it's like Dude. all right i've done this but like i want to push myself and that was one of those things you know but it's that, that to me that's what i mean that that i could have never been at a level like that i don't think i mean maybe who knows but I just see skaters, especially now and growing as I grow older in the skating scene, just exploding with just talent where I was just like, dude, like, yeah, there's I a lot actually, of rippers today, dude, it's epic. Oh, I see. One of my favorite is that, um, Van Vark is his last name. Oh, really? Um, um I don't know who he skates for. Oh, real. He skates for real. Yeah. Tanner. Right? Tanner. Yeah. Oh man. I hung out and met him at, at the last, uh, roll for Rob what? when they came there in Providence. It was a while ago, a couple of years ago. All right. I got a question. Yep. How many, have you ever been to like any skate events like recently or like it, have you ever been to an, um, what is it? Street league? No, no, oh. no, no. I would like to go. I don't know where the, those are always. My what about do tour? You ever been to a do tour? I think I did the one. No, 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 no. Um, no, I only did X Games in Rhode Island and the oh, Gravity that's right. Games. Yeah. Was it? They were both in Rhode Island. Yeah, one Providence? was in Providence. Yeah, and yeah. was in Newport. I think Tony Hawk did the first nine hundred in, in, oh. in the Newport ramp. Wow. Yeah, and then he like went into the water off of it. I think that was the very first nine hundred though. Oh, in, really? In a contest for him or something? Because he won. He did it at the X Games, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was X Games. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. It's crazy. The 900. Dude, it was crazy because we skated Providence every night. We were down there. Um, this is before the X Games. And at the Civic Center, the convention center, they had the X Games inside of there promoting it to Providence to show what it was about. So we're all just skating Providence one night. And someone came up to us. I don't know if it was a call. I don't remember how it was. But they told us, hey, you guys should go over to the, the convention center. So we went over to the convention center. I don't even know how we got in. Someone brought us in, and they had a half pipe in there. Well, and it and the Water Brothers guys were there. Hell yeah. And we ended up hanging out, and I think we skated the ramp. It was a pretty decent-sized ramp there. Those guys were shredding, like like uh, the, the Water Brothers team. Those guys were yeah. so red. But we ended up skating in it um, just because they wanted skaters to whatever. And they had all the different things inside of there to show Providence what it was going to be like on a, on a smaller scale. And we skated and we hung out there and it was cool because it was just like big wig people there, I guess, in Providence and, and yeah. just there to like see what it was about. They're showcasing it. And I remember all of us were on such a, a mental high from that that we literally packed in, I think this dude Pete Van Skyver's car, and we drove down to New York City, and we stayed at my friend John Izzy's at NYU for the whole weekend. Damn, dude, that we sounds fun. We skated the Brooklyn Bridge, the Banks. We skated. I didn't sleep for two days straight. We just skated That's the best. all. Oh, it was unreal. 
but it was just one of those things where it was just like we didn't even think about going to New York or something. We were just on a high and we just like pack into car with a bunch of friends and we just that's went the there best and crashed at his dorm and yeah. But that's what I mean. They're times, Road trips, but dude, and just spontaneous. And that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. It was just one of those things where like it was unplanned, but we had one of the best weekends that we ever had as a crew and um like especially skating the Brooklyn Banks back then it was like Dude, that was epic. the place to be. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so cool. Yeah, I used to I skate there a bunch, man. I like before I rode for New York and after when I rode for yeah. I would just go to the city and skate yeah. all over, yeah. skate the banks yeah. and like just skate through the city Did you basically. Skate the, um, so fun. World's Fair place. I never got to skate there. Yeah, just Did skate you? around. Yeah, yeah. I like just um yeah, there's so many parks now, but yeah, like even before it was just like pushing around the city to all the street spots and hanging out. And yeah. Doing New York is awesome. I know, I know. And then we'd just even venture out and just get in vans and go outside outside yeah, New York a yeah, bit and like yeah. fucking scour for spots. Isn't that crazy that when we were younger you could be driving somewhere and looking like, Oh, we gotta pull over and skate that like oh, I don't even feel like I had that eye anymore. Still it's happens. Like, yeah. I, I'm still in that. Yes. Yeah, I drive the I'm the captain of the van, yeah, dude. Yeah, so yeah. Someone yeah. call it out, you know, I'll pull over. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Kevin that's did cool. that on one of our last trips to Florida. He was like driving by, he's like, Oh, there's a bump to bar against the T Mobile building. Yeah. And I was kinda like driving, I was like kind of naysaying. I was kind of sure. like, yeah, it's T-Mobile. They're literally open. It's like 3 yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I saw him get disappointed. I'm like, all right, I'm pulling. Yeah. I'm going in, yeah, dude. Sure. And then he sure. got like two tricks on the fucking yeah, thing. that's rad. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad I didn't ruin that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? But it's just so, that's in, that's in us. Like, I mean, I feel like I lost it, but that's one of the things where literally like you can make something out of yeah, Nothing. just see it just, happen. Yeah, go with the yeah. go with it and see what happens. That's a lot of like street skating is just like it is. going out into the environment, and yeah. mingling, and trying to get something and yeah. capture it. And yeah. like you have to work with different things and yeah. different people, and it's like interactive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, it's the sickest thing about street skating. It really is. It really yeah. is. Where do you go in Florida when you guys go down there? Um, we go to Orlando, oh, Orlando. sometimes Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we'll drive around, go to like different places outside yeah. of there, yeah. and, like. Because um, I skate, um, I when I go down there, I skate the Riverwalk Park in Bradenton. Have you ever gone to that one? I want to say I went bridge. to Bradenton Park before. Yeah, it's underneath a bridge, yeah. right on the river, right on the river, and it's um, unbelievable. Park. Yeah, there's some Absolutely sick parks, sick. man. And there's the one, um, it's Payne Park in Sarasota. Team Payne. Choo, choo, choo. Um, well, you know that Jake Illiard? Is that yeah. Jake Illiard? I believe brother? that's how you pronounce that's, it. That's the park that he... Um, skated at and became super good and yeah he's right a ripper this, right he's just strong from my yeah from my parents house so i always go there too oh sick yeah, man yeah that's in sarasota yeah we'll hit like orlando like the trade show the surf expo and then do tampa once in a while yeah, and yeah. then go hit parks nearby and yeah, like yeah. street spots last trip we'd do some street skating too yeah, you know so rad. just have people show us around or whatever yes you know? yeah yeah i want to go down south again now they get the van Head towards like North Carolina. Yeah. Skate, yeah. say hi to shops and yeah, yeah, stop yeah, in and skate yeah. parks and just go see what it is. Especially because it's so cold up here. And it's, I, I think, know. although I think they might be having cold weather too. I got to check the weather. Yeah. Well, cold to them is. Yeah. Relative, <laughs> I'm assuming. Hopefully it's like we can have 50 degrees. Yeah. 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 We'll be fine with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Might be wishful thinking. But... And plus, they're so, they're so genuinely nice down there. Hell yeah. You know, those where it's like, oh, I want to come over to my house and eat whatever. Like, no, nah, man, you're only kidding. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, got right. some hospitality. That's down what there. it is. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, really, really nice. 
I drove down there not too long ago. It was fun. I stopped off at the Tampa Park. I always go there. I yeah. Go there shout, shout out to my homie, homie Thomas. Thomas out there skating spot, skating skate park at Tampa. Is but, he from Braintree? Uh, I don't know where Thomas is from. He's just like a young kid that I skate with, but he, him and his mom moved down there. All right, because I, I, last time I was there, there was a dude. I just started talking, and I had your All I Need stickers. Oh. I gave him All I Need, and um, I always go down with Civil. I used to do Subliminal um, and put them all over the park. Well, that's cool. And Thanks, man. To, yeah, I, um, I ended up talking to a guy. I think he was from Braintree. He was from definitely from Mass, and he lives down there, and he works at the Tampa Park. And stuff. Oh, So sick. it was one of those where, like, oh, dude. Like, yeah. Talking about parks. He knew about the edge. Yeah, rad, sick. And, um, yeah. One of my best friends, Mike, who grew up here too, he moved down to Florida. So yeah. I visit him every time we go down. He yeah. comes out and yeah. shreds yeah. and stuff. Just like a lifelong friend, skateboarder, yes. ripper. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I learned a lot of tricks with. Keep in touch with him. Yeah. He yeah. rips. Yeah. But I see him every time I go to Florida, which is awesome. Yeah, man, that makes the whole. That's trip. cool. Is you've been going to Tampa's? Yeah. Did you see some? Who'd you see? You must have some sick photos with some epic humans. I didn't. I haven't seen anybody there pro wise that I recognize. But um. Oh, you been? You went recently? Yeah, when, yeah. When's I, the last time you went? Um, I think two years ago was a lot. No, I went um. Last September, I think August and September. Did you go to a contest or just the no, park? No, not just in the park. Yeah. Oh, just right, to see right. people. Yeah, I haven't gone there. Too. I'm there sorry. Was... That's what I meant, like, for the event. Have no, you been no, to no, a no. pro or an amateur no, contest? No, oh. no, no, Dude. I want to go, though. It looks yeah. unbelievable. It looks really cool. That's the thing, though. I only have, like, a week or two weeks to, to take off. So it's, like, usually I do it around March. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, during my birthday. I just remember, like, demos being the sickest thing. Like, being able to, like... Definitely, we were talking about this earlier, but being able to meet the pro that you've been watching Dude. in videos and magazines, yeah. and you're like, and you get to see that they're only human, but Dude. they rip, and yeah. like, yeah. and it's cool when you get a skate together, like a yeah. skate jam. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's yep. like the best things. Those that's things what are I mean. so they're fun. They're human. They're human. They're superhuman, but yeah. you know, to you or to anybody who looks up to them, but um, the same for me. Like, I'm like, I go to these parks, and you do like a skate jam. I'm more like, damn, I want to see who's ripping and who's yeah, hanging out. Yeah, it's cool yeah. to see the skate scene at yeah, that place too, yeah, yeah. and then everyone skate together. Like, yeah, that's super fun. I you think know? I saw you guys do one at. It was either at that Red Alert or Hide. I saw. That, yeah, that, we've that, we've done them there. We have one coming up actually yeah, on the fifth, yeah. February fifth. It's yeah. a, just like a meet, Saturday yeah. skate jam meet and greet. Come yeah. fill up the park and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, didn't you take a bunch of young guys up there too? Yeah, they're all rolling, dude. Yeah. It's gonna be a heavy squad. Is that dude Jacob? The older dudes it, and the younger dudes. What's the kid Jensen's last name? Jacob. Jacob Jensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's new to the. Yeah, he's yeah. been ripping, yeah. working on a video part. Yeah, because I saw you like debut him at Hive or something like. Well, he's probably just was destroying it. Oh, dude, he was, he was killing it. <laughs> Jensen's it been really. ripping for a while. He works at the Edge too. Where's he from? Um, it's a good Mass? question. Yeah, he's from Mass. Mass. Yeah. They live around here. I want to say Bridgewater, but I might be mistaken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's local. He he uh, works at the Edge Does though. It? Yeah. yeah. And Jensen rips, dude. He's just a good kid oh, that's, dude. like, yeah. part of the scene. Yeah, and, yeah. like, yeah. he's working on a skating. I want to see, yeah. like, help him, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been tell he's working on filming his first video part. He's been killing all the skate parks, and, like, it's winter now. But, yes, like, yeah, yeah. he's starting to creep out into the streets and yep. work on yep. collecting tricks. Yeah. And, like, it's cool to watch him mature as a skater. You know what yeah. was rad, too, is watching you and, who was it, you, him, and um, when you guys went to that surf thing. Oh, dude, Evan. Evan, yeah. Mansalillo. Yeah, Evan Mansalillo. That was so fun. It was cool. But it was cool, though, to watch you guys, like, 
I mean, I tried to surf before and I almost drowned. I was like, so I was out of like, my oh, element, oh, dude. My, yeah, but I mean, you had fun with it. You know oh, dude. But, like, it was dude, blast. Oh, man. Where was that? I was like the hairy shoulder guy. Yeah, out yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, it was like upstate New York, I think. Was it? That yeah. was so fun. I want to say Albany area. area. How did, did you just go up there and just, or did you know you were going So there? my friend Conrad. Uh, was he the one who was good surfer? Yeah, you br- yeah, you brought he's a somebody. bigger dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was killing it. Yeah, he's like, the man. Is he from up there? No, he's from here. He's from Rhode Island. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, but he uh, he just is involved in the surf world. Like Conrad loves surfing. Okay. And uh, he's a sales rep for all I need. And uh, nice. He just like had a connection with that those guys who were the engineers, and he got invited. So he invited yeah. us because yeah. he's like. Yeah. He supports all I need, and yeah. he knows that we'd have fun trying to figure out surfing. Oh, dude. And, like, so Conrad and Nar- uh, Evan both live in Narragansett. Yep, yep, yep. And they already knew each other, and then right. I met them, and then we just had that connection. Yeah, but, yeah, he yeah. invited us. It was sick. We just drove up, went in there, tried surfing. It was super fun. Dude. Met a lot of cool people. I actually just hung out with uh, some people I met there. Yeah. Like, they just came up from Virginia. Nice. And I met them at that epic surf oh, place wow. in Albany. And then they came up just to skate the edge and like nice. do a skate break. Yeah. And they it was, they got a warm day, so they skated Lynch. Nice. And then they skated the edge like three days in a row and nice. met everyone the whole session. He was this um my dude my friend Jason and his two daughters and his wife all just came up. Nice. And just shredded. It was See, so though, fun. Look, we're skaters and we go meet other people and plant seeds and we always come back yeah. together. So it's one of those where like you go somewhere and you meet someone. And then you're back in your element, and then they come up. And yeah, stuff, it's and cool, man. Yeah. That's kind of how that happened. It was like I went to that epic surf thing. We all went there to try it because yeah. they were invited too. Sure. And then we wanted to keep the party going, so we went to the Albany Skate Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and saw you guys skating. Yeah, yeah. skated with like him and his daughters, and then with our crew, Jensen and Evan. Yeah. yeah. That was a blast. And then, um, yeah, they were just so cool and loved skating, and they, yeah. they had like a cool family unit, and then they just want. They were like, "Yeah, we're coming up there, dude. That's you want to so meet rad. up?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do That's this." Rad. And I got to introduce uh, his daughter, Macaulay, to uh, Chloe. So, like, two young oh, girls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was cool to watch them vibe off each other and skate sure, and, like, push sure, each other. Sure, and, like, sure, they had fun sure, together. Sure. Like, they met that's and skated for, like, six pressure. hours yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was sick to see. That's what I mean, though. There's a bond inside of you that you just know. You know, one yeah, of those. Man. And it's like, like, my friend, he went to Germany, and he met a bunch of people there, and they barely spoke English. But he was like... We didn't even need to. They do a trick, fist bump, or high five, or whatever. Like, and then they ended up calling him up, and then coming to New York, and he drove down there to meet them and stuff. And like, their English was better, but it, he, they made a connection through yeah. skating where you don't need to really speak, man, because your smile and your you just kind of yeah, meet each other. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. you skate, I skate. Kind of recognize. That's each other. one of those things too. Is like, I know so many people but I don't maybe know their names or yeah. whatever, or they don't know my name, but they know me from skating or something like that. And then you meet up and it's like, Oh dude, you you're like, yeah, I yeah. love that. I love that, man. It's I rad, dude. Yeah. Skating's been awesome lately. I've been loving watching like the young kids and like being yeah. able to ch- try to be a positive influence in, in like help them develop. Not in like I'm doing tricks for them, but just being like an adult yeah. who's a representative of yeah. an adult who skateboards, yeah, yeah. who's yeah. working on something, yeah. you know, and like try to just be a good human that they have in their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so yeah. fun to skate with them. They help me as much as I help them, sure. like doing the sure. skate lessons and sure. stuff. It's just like a reminder of like 
dude. Everyone skates. We all, could all enjoy all this, or dudes, whoever wants to. I met a bunch of younger guys, like in their mid twenties, early twenties, um, at a fundraiser at the projects, and um, we got to skate and stuff. We didn't really talk much and stuff, and then I ended up seeing them more often. And, like they rent out lighthouse, so they'll invite me yeah. to go there and stuff. Place is so fun. It's just rad though because they barely know me, but our skating and our our rapport is deeper than that so it's just really cool to like meet new people but it's rad because i'm rusty so there's certain things i can't do but then every once in a while i'll blast out something and like they respect it even if they're better than me but it's cool because it keeps me young yeah if that makes it like i'm still having fun with it or whatever and like maybe i can do 50 percent of what i can usually it's do, just awesome to watch someone it. else work at something yeah, you can tell yeah, that they're like yeah. oh i want to try that there's some intent yeah, with something they're doing yeah, and they're just like yeah. trying to do something yeah, whatever it yeah. is it's cool sometimes i will like even clap just for like a crazy bales dude. and stuff like that because like oh, you just gotta move the energy dude. around I, if you can tell someone's trying something i took my friend to skater's edge and I remember there was this young kid, and he was trying a trick, and he kept falling, and I was clapping. And the kid walks up, and he's like, why do you keep clapping? I'm falling. <laughs> and I literally, my friend's like, look at it. And I'm like, because you're trying, and I know it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And literally, and my friend's like, dude, like, that kid was so blown away that, like, you were impressed that he was falling. And it was really funny because I don't even know the kid's name. It usually had to be eight or nine. And I literally was like, all right, kid. You want to get backside flips over the hip, me and you. If you get it before me, I get you a Gatorade. And yeah, I ended yeah. up landing it first. And then cool he move. ended up getting it. Of course. But then I went over and got him a Gator and a gave it. And he's like, you got it first. And I'm like, but you did it, didn't you? And, like, yeah. and my friend's like, dude, who is that kid? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't really know. And he's like, that kid was like he's so He's got a Gator cool right now. But, he was, but, but that was the thing where literally it was like, I don't need to know the kid's name. I don't need to know anything about him. If you're trying a trick that I, that I can do, but I want to get back, yeah, yeah. we're going to play a little. No, game. you get it. Yeah. And then, and then, and that's real recognize real. You're like, yeah, I was sick, dude. And but that's the thing. And the kid was blown away that I got him a Gatorade because he was like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "You got the trick." He's like, "Yeah, but you got it before me." And I'm like, "But you did it." And he's yeah. just like, "Okay, thanks, man." You know, it was one of those things. But that's what I feel like I'm giving back at least now to the skate community that where I go skate at skate parks and stuff. And even if I don't know people, which is very rare, but if I don't. Within a half an hour, I'm giving them a fist bump or whatever like that because I know they're trying. And um, I'm just known for literally taking people aside and being like, hey, man, you ever tried this trick? No, I never did in my life. Here, let's go try it. I'm going to film you. And then they end up getting it. And they're just looking at me like, what? And I'm just like, dude, man, like I can see. You know, I can yeah, see yeah. that, whatever. And just like, dude, like. So that's how I think people started calling me the legend because I was like, dude, whenever this kid comes around, the level gets raised up. And then, Sick. yeah, yeah. So it's it's rad that I'm known to be inspiring and influential and get people out of their comfort zone in their own mind. But if someone's doing tons of frontside tricks and whatever, and then you're just like, hey, try this. And it's a frontside variation. And they're like, I never did it. And, like, yeah. and then they get it third try and they just look at you like, you're just like, yo, man. like It's the best when when that happens in reverse too dude because you're like whoa you just helped me out yeah like yeah. that's crazy yeah. i had someone do that the other day i was like they just like had an idea and i was like took him serious and then i was like it worked out i'm like well good, good eye thank you thank but you. that's that's what i mean man so it's like it's easy to watch other people do things and spot it but for someone to do that to you is just like damn dude like you're trying to make me better and you're helping me yeah man. and 
it's just that vibe. I don't know. It's cool when you go to a skate park and you can tell like someone's there to skate and then they're like want to skate with you. Yeah. And yeah. you're comfortable enough around yeah. someone. You just yeah. have a fun session. Dude, totally. You become like friends. Totally. You might not even introduce yourself, Dude. but you just had a whole session. Dude. Like that was so sick. You killed it. You killed it. Sick. Dude. It, it, <laughs> Thanks for the session. That, <laughs> Dude. And that's, that's happened to me so many different times. And um, I ended up meeting these two guys later on and seeing their their faces um but we went to edge and i ended up skating there was probably like six of us there whatever night it was there was nobody in there there was like six of us so we're just skating the when you first walk in skate up the bank wall and everything we're skating back in the hip and just skating the quarter back and forth and um these two dudes came in or actually one was already there and his friend came in we had masks on mind you we couldn't see our faces or anything like that. So Whole I'm just, society can be masked dude, up now. It's a strange concept. I know. We're skating back and forth, and this guy ends up showing up, and then his friend was there skating or whatever, and one of them literally turns to me, and he's like, have you ever been to the um, East Bridgewater ramp or whatever? And I'm like, yeah. And like he's like, I've seen you there. He literally, and I'm talking, this is like eight or nine years ago, yeah, like yeah. a long time ago. You just remembered? Because of my tricks. Yeah. And literally, yeah. and then I ended up Good seeing Good for him, you, dude. dude. But it was one of those <laughs> where I was like, holy shit. Like, how insane. And I've been to other skate parks where I'm doing tricks on a half or skating something. And I'll come back and I'll, my friend will be like, yo, man, those kids over there said your name. And I'll be like, what? And I'll be like, yeah, they said Adam Burnside. And I'll come up to him and be like, oh, we used to be Adam Burnside. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, you skate like this dude. We used to know Adam Burnside. I'm like, I am Adam Burnside. Like, oh, shit. And it was someone I skated with at Skater's Edge in oh, 1993. Sick. I mean, doesn't say much for my skill level that I'm still doing the same stuff. But I have such a, <laughs> I have such an old, I do all those chink tricks, you know, oh, like nice. disaster to, to Smith Reaver. Yeah, like, yeah. Where you do all the combo stuff. pieces on all, the quarter pipe. Always, yeah. Nice. I'm, the, I'm the coping ballet dancer. That sounds fun. And that's the thing that, oh, dude. So <laughs> ching, 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 ching. I'm known the for that, dude. Trucks off the dude, coping. <laughs> all, and that's how people know. The, and I used to do huge frontside <laughs> ollies so and smash the tail. Oh, so dude. people were like, oh, Burnside's here because yeah. I do tail bashes. My friend Tremble used to do that. He'd smack his tail dude, on the way and, in. Oh, so sick. Dude, it's rad. So this is a crazy story, too, which literally, like, so I'm at my friend's, my biker friend's in West Warwick, and I'm sitting there on his couch. I just sat down in my phone text. So I look at it, and it's my friend Courtney. And she's like, hey, Shep, Shep's in town doing a meet and greet. You want to come meet him? I was like, ah, what the hell? So I meet up with her, and we're at Providence, and it's right near where Civil is. Or it was, yeah, the street that Civil's in, it was near the Strand. It, w it was some art. In Providence, artsy downtown, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was on, yeah, Westminster or Chocolate. Whatever the, the street that, that Civil's on, it was over there. Yeah. So there was a huge line outside this place, so like, all right, whatever. So I'm talking with her and whatever, and I'm like, dude, man, I haven't seen Shep in so long. Dude, he even remember me, you know, whatever. She's like, oh, whatever. So we go in there, it's all his artwork everywhere. That's wild. And he's That's over. That's wild. Uh, it was, yeah, I mean paintings going for 10 g's where i'm like and, and it had uh, uh books about him the very beginning um when he was doing the andre stuff that's mm -hmm. when i met him when he had a loft and he would be doing an andre silk screening and he had a quarter pipe a half pipe over in the thing and i would skate hours while he was working he'd come and skate with me and then go back to work and when i would leave he would give me huge a stack like this of all uncut Andre stickers and I'd just go home for hours and just cut off all the Andre he'd give me stacks of them yeah um so anyways we're at this thing in Providence it was probably like two three years ago um whenever he was in town um he did a mural outside on a building but anyways so he's inside and he's over in the corner and he has two security guards next to him and he's got a laptop and he's spinning and everything and people are standing in line to take a picture with him 
He's wait. He's DJing and yep. he has security. Yeah, and people are in line. Yes, I am with you. Over and it is, and it's this whole gallery and it's got all his paintings and then it has this. He's DJing and all his paintings are up. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I have pictures. <laughs> I should post pictures of it. It's just this really nice gallery and it's all his paintings and it has so. a pamphlet of him from the very beginning and how he made a name for himself and everything so anyway he's over in the corner so we're standing we go look at all the pictures and everything so we end up standing in line and literally the security guards are saying come up for the picture everybody come up take a picture and keep it moving so i'm like oh here we go you know whatever um and i ended up seeing someone there that i kind of knew but i didn't his name's ryan he's like unbelievable artifact studios or artifact or he's unbelievable artist so i end up meeting him anyway so there's three people ahead of us and the security guards keep going okay people keep it moving take a picture and just keep it moving he doesn't have much time they're doing their job yeah obviously yeah Yeah, yeah. so um so i'm standing there with courtney and everything and i was like oh whatever so it's my turn to come up and she's standing behind me. So literally I walk up to him, shake his hand, say, hi, my name's Adam Burnside. I used to skate with you in your loft. And I go up and I stand next to him and put my arm around him. He literally backs up and he was like, you're the one that does all those chink chink tricks. He started literally <laughs> listing tricks that That's he hilarious. remembers me doing. And I look over and Courtney's just like, like that. And everyone just stand there. Dude, we stood there for like 20 minutes. And he was telling that he got the security guard to get a bunch of stickers that he oh, had shit. there. And he's signing them and giving them to me. And I'm giving them to Courtney. I gave her a whole stack of all autographed ones. That's and we sick. just sat there and talked about skating his loft. And he's just like, oh, he used to do this trick and this chink chink trick and everything. He's like, I used to be over there. Just like, ding, 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 yeah, ding. Yeah. And literally everyone's just, I looked over in the crowd and everyone's just looking. And I was just like, Oh my God. And we ended up walking out of there. I was like, dude, it's so good. I'm so happy for your success, man. Like whatever. He's like, you know, cause I just remember him as like struggling artist and started the whole Andre thing. Yeah. That's and, sick. Um, but it was just like, I walked out cool of there. Cool to see some progression. Oh dude. But the mere fact that he remembered me and literally stopped everything. And we just sat there talking and he just kept, Hey, bring over stickers, whatever. And he's just signing them and giving them to me and giving them to Courtney. And she's just like looking up at me and I'm just looking around. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think you'd remember me. That's cool, though. But, oh, it's it cool experience. So, oh, we left out of there, and we went walking, and we hung out, me and Courtney, and she's like, dude, man, she's like, you were like a superstar. I'm like, dude, I I told you I knew him, but I didn't think you'd uh. know me, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> but well, I used to skate with him and Eric and stuff, and, I mean, his skating, God, he had the best Smith grinds I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, nice. Oh, he was old school. I just, love Frontside Smith. Oh, Frontside Smith grind? Yeah. Everything. He could do everything. He oh, was un- oh, man. He was, all those guys were so good. All the Providence guys that I grew up with. But, um. Papaki too, huh? Oh, dude. Destroying? Yep. Unbelievable. Was he on a mission? He was, he. What was he like when you met him? Um. Quiet. Um, he was an untapped, I just remember, I mean, obviously I had to make a name for myself. Like I used to skate skater's edge and he would skate with the big wigs and all the dudes that were ripping. And I was just a new skater. So like I would skate by myself and they made fun of me because they didn't know me or whatever. And, um, I just wanted to be like them and all the crew. And, um, I just remember one day I was on a ramp and he was on a ramp like that and there was nobody else in the park and we're skating and I'm standing there and he's standing and he's like, Hey, I look up. He's like, come skate with me. I was like, ah, (laughs) and then from that point we became friends. I mean, but dude, going skating downtown with him, man, he did tricks that you just 
where did that come from? Where did you learn that would have like just natural talent of just like, cause at RISD they used to have where the RISD blocks are now near the water yeah. up on top. There used to be a brick bank with Jersey barriers on it. So oh, you yeah. literally would ride up this bank that was humped almost like the, um, Brooklyn Bridge, you know how they, it's yeah. humped and then it flattens out, and then there's the Jersey barrier. Mm -hmm. The Jersey barrier was almost right at the top of the hump. He you would launch just, up to it. He would ride up and backside pivot fakey down what? the thing and blunt fakey and just every like he would skate the thing like a ramp and we're just like, where did you like just not really talent? Same with like Jay Maxwell too. I grew up skating Ooh, with him and Jason. like I mean just like where where did you learn just natural talent attacking things where you're just like dude good like, speed, good pop, good oh, flick, dude. The best. Ripping. The best. I gotta look at some Jason Maxwell footage. Dude. <laughs> all, all those guys, though, like Randy Gray, Mike Lucier, oh, Justin dude. Kelly. Mike. Hell yeah, all Justin the, Kelly. Dude, like, they, those were my crew that I skated with all the time, and they just blew my mind because their talent was so good. And every I could do 50 tricks, and they could do one, and it just blew everything I did. Like, <laughs> just so many. All the crew that I grew up with, of every person I've ever skated with, were an inspiration to me and i have to say that i had some jealousy because i wanted to be like them because they could do everything that i couldn't and then some, i get that i get that um that happens it just and but it's cool because as we got older and stuff like we'd sit around and talk and like they would tell me something you know that made me realize that they looked up to me for something too so it was like a two two-way street but like and that's the thing too is like hearing stories from other people where like Pepecki was on Menace. And that's I remember, right, Menace. And, and he showed up on Fair Street with Rodney Mullen, um, Team Menace, and Whoa. Mullen was driving them around. He was the manager. Oh, nice, yeah. dude. So they I showed can up. <laughs> so oh, I can't even think of all the guys on Menace, man. I mean, dude, Joe Menace Surreal, was Joe, like, dude. They're such a heavy team. Dude, they. I just remember standing up Fair Street and looking and seeing Rodney Mullen, Eric, and all them come down and just like, oh. And we met Keenan. I skated with Keenan a couple of times wow. too. Um, he was really close with Eric. Um, but I just remember like hanging out and skating doing tricks with Rodney Mullen down the street where I was like looking around like, do you know what these people are? But I just remember like one night Eric showed up at Fair Street and all my homies were up there and everything and like my name came up and like there's whatever and Eric's just like, yo man, that kid, like dude, like because I used to try to skate like him. I'd watch him for hours at Skater's Edge and when he'd leave, I'd try to learn all his tricks. Yeah, of and course. And he told them that. He's like, don't that Burnside, man. He, he was like, I would do these tricks and I'd come back and he'd learn them too. I'm like giving me respect, you know? Yeah, But yeah. it was just one of those things where like, and even to this day, all my friends, Justin, Mike, Randy, Gray, all of them, Mike Cardillo, Tony Capasso, like everybody I skated with I still look at them as on a pedestal because yeah, it dude. was like, dude, like I wanted to be like every person I ever skated with. Even to this day now, the younger yeah. guys and the dudes at West Warwick that I'm friends with, anyone I ever skated with that I was in a crew with were my inspiration to be better and made me glad I was who I was because I was accepted, but I was at that level too. Yeah, and, yeah. and they were above me or somewhere below me, but it didn't matter, man. It was just hours of us doing the same thing but and like donnie and the the connecticut guys and everything like it's it was you it, you live vicariously through other people and find out what things are going on through them and it's just like dude like it's just this network of just positivity and like we all wanted to be better and we wanted each of each other to be better yeah and it yeah. was just like crazy and um
it's cool to like know people for so long and have something in common and see each other and yeah. interact with each other a lot and like watch each other yeah, grow yeah. through like skating, you know. And especially become a household name where it's just like, dude, like. That's how I feel about Westgate because I'm always like, he's always like, dude. when I hang out with him, he's like this, but then when I think about him, he's like dude. the Westgate. That's what I mean. That's what. But I mean. when I hang out to him, we're like brothers, dude, and then yeah. <laughs> I'm like fanboy. That's <laughs> what I mean, and that's the thing. That's exactly I. Would I say. edit his footage. I'm like, oh, dude, he's so good. Dude, I know. Like, <laughs> that, that's it. I would say that everyone I ever skated with, who are my homies, I'm their fan. I'm yeah, their yeah, biggest yeah. fans, and it's crazy because I have no children. I've never been married, but when people ask me stuff like that, I'm like, anybody who knows me, that's my kid. Man, like I love everyone as if they're my own kid because I grew up with them and shared experiences that I could have got no other way with any other people. And again, that's why I say at a certain level growing up, I thought things happened for a reason. So you can't really, obviously if you do something bad and something happens, you should know it's going to happen. But all my experiences through skating and hanging out with them outside of skating, everything, everything was for a reason. And Again, I would not change anything I did. In other words, I didn't wish that I was a millionaire and have to isolate myself in some compound because yeah, I can't yeah. go out and whatever. Like that love and camaraderie means more to me than anything monetary or material. Of and, and it's crazy because any of those people that I see, I, some of them I haven't seen for a year, some of them I haven't seen for three years. If I see them, we can talk as if. I saw them yesterday. Like I'll see skate with Mike Lucier or I see Justin Kelly and stuff. It's just yeah, like, the homies. It's just like the friends, dude. Man. You bend to war together. You see each other's session, dude. Yeah. yeah, at the worst and the best times, yeah, yeah. and you remember those, and you're there for them at the worst times, and they're there for you and everything. Uh, but you're all you're all built that bond on wanting to better yourselves and wanting your friends to be better and them to better you. And yeah. so it's like, it's priceless. It's absolutely priceless. Dude, yeah. It's cool to see, just realize we're all growing old and like that. We can yeah, just like keep yeah. it going and everyone carry their weight and yeah. everyone like keep building and working towards something and be creative. And like, it's crazy on a personal and a societal dude, level of things. Yeah. Like the experience of life is just fucking a trip in itself. It dude. Is. It's it surreal. Is. That's why people run from it because it's yeah, a lot to yeah, handle. And yeah interpret and understand and like well, like you see as you get older you look back on it and you realize how valuable it is how yeah. actually valuable it is of the memories and the experiences that yeah. they are what they are and yeah, you dude. can't change it and they're the best times of just life just need reminders it's like because it. like uh, it's hard to remember Day life can dude, be long too I know, I know. as short as it could be it could be super long I know, I know. and you could just get lost in some long st- stream of life and yeah. you're like where the fuck am i but that's the you thing you got too. reminders it'll pull you See, back and you'll and keep going dude and... and that's what it is seeing the homies and talking and just reminiscing about times and stuff and just like damn dude like i had an awesome childhood yeah, i had an right? awesome life man dude. like we have this bond that money couldn't buy and there's people out there that never experienced anything like that and you're just like damn dude like i'm i'm as wealthy as i could be with memories and experiences and skills, money could never buy. Never, yeah. No, no rich guy could ever come into our circle and snap his finger and be a oh, homie. Yeah, 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 Like, you didn't put in the time, dude. Like, you, I, you didn't. 
this is controversial, but I think Lil Wayne did that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he came in, but he kept riffing. He had multiple video parts. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but you know, that what? was kind of a joke. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> he embraced it, and he wanted to. be I kind of liked his parts, dude. That's what got me on his dude. side. He had parts, <laughs> but, but but sick. How amazing was it for him to humble himself and throw himself out into something that he wanted to do, and he wasn't going to let anything stop him? Or how him. fortunate he is to be able to do that. Yeah. Dude, Think about that. Because think, think of all the skaters you got to meet. That's good for sure, him. Sure, yeah, it's sure, good for him. Sure. But I mean, again, though, like... I, I I only said it was controversial. I was just kidding. I just was cracking a joke. Yeah, yeah. Because Lil Wayne is like a rapper, you I know? know? I know, I actually like the Carter. I like his music, too. But like yeah, uh, yeah. him to come into the skateboard dude, world was strange. But that's respect. Yeah. He respects, I didn't, he, man. Dude, I, I didn't really care that much, but it was strange for sure. It was, I was oh, like, yeah, this yeah. is weird. Well, I found out what was weird when he bought Tampa Park. I was like, dude, like... Oh, He's I actually had a session with him at the edge. Did you? He, he rented it out after a concert. Oh shit! Smoked a blunt with him in the yeah. park and oh, skated. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's bad. <laughs> but he was like, he's he seemed nice, like of course. in general. Sure. But like to me, just being like um, someone who grew up without that, and then that's like a celebrity comes in or like a thing yeah. that it's always been weird. Like but that I feel like skating. humbled. It was like a purist yeah, thing. You want to be like, like, fuck you, bro. Yeah, but he <laughs> wanted to be like us. No, I know, like, I know. Like, like, and he was he. I like that he, he still. I think he still skates. And he had video parts. Sure. And he sure. seems like a misfit. Sure. That's like a perfect sure. fit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but the, but again, he's already made a name for himself, and he's already successful. So to have to start from scratch at something, does yeah, that make yeah. sense? It's humbling. Skill balls. Uh, I don't know. Like I give props to that. Yeah. I, I really Get do in there. because. Get in yeah, there, dude. Yeah, get in yeah, there, yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like kind of like that. Sometimes when skaters do that, they get like, cause I was kind of like that as a child. I was like skating, so obsessed with skating. Everything was skating. Yep. If you hand me a turkey and uh, skateboard sandwich, I would have ate it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking everything Same was skateboarding. Same with me. But then there's a point where you're just like, this is gonna kill me. Yeah, skateboarding <laughs> gonna kill me. Yeah, yeah. It's all skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. So then you find something else. You find like, for me, it was like filming and editing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, podcasting sure. and just, sure. like, working on the business side of skateboarding yeah. and building a brand and company and trying to, like, take me away from sure. doing all the sure. tricks and sure. the stories. Sure. And, like, that kind of, like, when you got it expanded who I was, which yeah. helped yeah. a lot. Cause but it's still you're driven to try something new. It's because of skateboarding. Because I, I want I, – everything I work on, I'm like, I want to work on skating in some See, facet, even course. if it's of small, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. if I can push skateboarding a little further – Yep. So we can do something cool or yeah, create this yeah. opportunity or. Well, I think with your brand and skateboarding is, and who you are and what you've done is is becoming immortal. Like, Dude, thanks, man. Of, yeah, but it's true. Like you. I I get went, stoked when anyone just supports it yeah. and like tells me they like it or comments on a video oh. like show support and and like tells me about it like that fuels the fire. So that's like, why I sent you that picture. I I made that custom. All I need trailer hitch cover yeah so and whatever and dude uh, i'm Blows telling my you, mind. oh yeah but i drove down to florida and all the time on the highway so i'm, I'm, I'm all tinted <laughs> out and stuff but when i'm driving i'll see someone come along because i and they're just riding alongside me i'll be looking at looking at whatever like that and they'll be staring at me and then they'll drive and then the whole back is like civil stickers whatever yeah. i'm like oh shit dude like Skater. i forget that's it man yeah, but yeah. i don't like i forget because it's back there but i know that they can see that yeah, it's a yeah. big sticker or whatever but um yeah, that's why I say, man. Like, I support that. I swear, all of my hoodies are all I need. Yeah. Um, whenever I go to concerts, I wear that black jacket with the skull. Oh, and hell the yeah. Thing, I have a jacket of the that. The windbreaker. Yeah, yeah. 
That um, thing went so fast. Dude, I should do another run. Dude. A different color, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'll buy it. I'll bet. Because when I go to custom car shows and I go to concerts and stuff, yeah. I get comments on it all the time. Chloe loves that time. logo, too. Oh, she so rocks good. the shirt. Dude, dude, like, yeah, I have the green and the yellow sweatshirt hoodie yeah. with the jacket I got. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The Sabbath the, hoodie. That's yep, sick. Yep. And then I have the... Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, have the, I have the black... I have the camo... Um, that you fold into a, a pouch. Yeah. I have that one. Yeah. That's right. It's cool because, like, I appreciate your sport. And then you also get to see where that money goes because it sure, goes sure. into, like, the van I got. Yeah, yeah. And then you see yeah, the yeah. trips. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you're directly helping yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all those kids, like, yeah. experience their first time at Second, second Nature yeah, or wherever. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to see the ripping that came see, because of the support. That's what I mean, though. You don't realize the impact that you have on so many people. So that's why I feel like I always want to tell you what I think or or show you that I have support because some people out there might not be able to say other than buying a product or something. But it's like, dude, like same with Justin when he did um, Hayride and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. like super proud of him to put it out there and like he was just struggling to get it out there and everything. And like so supportive of it. Like, like damn, dude. Like dude. And him doing the, the bro models. He was supposed to do one for me, but that's he couldn't awesome. get wood and whatever. But it's just like it's – He's giving back because he knows that, you know, like he's on that pedestal he's to all of us. He's carrying on tradition, dude. dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Justin's he's a another man. one, dude. I, I, when I got to hang out and speak with him, he was super fun to talk oh, to. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, he's, he's so cool. He's another one that literally his skills were just so untapped. And I remember he went out to California and he got on um, Tree Fort. Yeah, on Tree Fort was sick, yeah, dude. They and, used to have um, blank, Tree Fort yeah, blanks. Yeah. I used to skate and, those when I first started. I remember he came back. From, 775, from vacation. He came back from vacation for the first time going out there and coming back. And I mean, dude. Was, was he on? So Did he jealous. skate for them or just like, I don't even know. But I, I just remember I, Tree Fort. Yeah. It was it, a sick I don't brand. know if it lasted too long for a company. I feel like Danny Super was on Tree Fort was for it? a second. I think a dude, Jeremy DeGlopper, too. Is that Dude. Sounds yeah. dude. I'm and and Dennis Google. went out there. Den out, Dennis went out there, and he got on vans. Dennis Vieira, he was another shredder. Grew up with Maxwell. Oh, um, sick. Narragansett, yeah. All right, so to pull us back to um, Menace, dude. Remember Menace? Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me see. That team was unreal, dude. Joey Surreal, yep. is that how you say it? Yeah. Fabian Almar, oh, Eric so Papecki, yep. Billy Valdez, yep. dude. Stephen Cows, yeah. Lee Smith, Javier Nunez. Yes. Um, dude, all those guys those are rippers. All unbelievable dudes. I remember. Steven just went through a crazy accident, or like I don't know if it was an accident, but something happened to him. He got like beat up and jumped, oh, and like shit. gnarly story. I know he was like. Um, I think I saw, I was gonna watch it. I think I have that saved. I think he has watch. like I don't know if he I saw it somewhere. It was like a gnarly story. Those dudes, man. Again, it's funny that they were so sick but they never really had a part like it was like they were they, you know like they <laughs> and had, that's all i care about. <laughs> i yeah, love like, i love video dude, parts so was, much yeah but i mean they never really put out a full movie but they had excerpts here or there but the tricks they did were just like they always just, had a good style and there uh, was like a lot of like there's they're in the video magazines yes, and like yeah, all that you would that see like team. that and i remember Eric, that's kind of how skating is now it's like almost not completely but there's vlog style skateboarding yeah, where yeah, it's like yeah. all that stuff yeah but i still love video parts dude you know? me too and and uh I remember Eric came back and um, I don't know. I think he came back by himself, and um, I don't know if he was in his own car. Anyways, I just remember him getting out and be like, "Oh, dude, Eric!" And he's like, "I got something for you." I said, "What?" 
and he had just got on Menace, and he threw me a shirt, and I opened it up, and it was the Wu-Tang W, oh, sick. but upside, upside down, down for M, and it yeah. said, uh, Menace, enter the Poon Tang. And he was like, that's for you, Burns. So I was like, thank you. Oh, my God, dude. He legend. was on he was That's on legend fun, status. He started out on fun. Um, fun. I've yeah. heard of fun. He I... was, um, yeah, that was, out. I don't even know what that was out of. I think Josh Beagle was on that. Um yeah. Josh Beagle was so good. Oh, You're talking God. about Josh Beagle that started Foundation? Yes. Yeah, Josh yeah. Beagle. Yeah. I think he was on it. Good style. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, growing up with those dudes and seeing them go out there and and make a name for themselves and then come back and, like, still hang out with us. Like, obviously, they're on a pedestal because I always looked up to all of them. Like, I wanted to be just like every one of them. But to have them come back and then give you validation of, like... You're my home, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. Well, it's like, dude, man, like that's a cool angle to see it. It's unreal. Did you ever want to like? You just hit that level with skating where it was Love Park, and you're like, I'm not gonna do this. Um, no, no, no. I just um, I, I, ha- I had opportunities. Um, believe it or not, like um, Real came to Skater's Edge, and they it was Jim Tebow, Tommy G, Sluggo. I don't think Boyce? So. Rob Boyce Sluggo? Dude. Just, Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my favorite. I'll tell you a good story about him, too. He seems awesome. He's the best. He's one of my favorite skaters of all time. So they had this spine ramp in the middle that was super steep, and it had an extension, and a four-foot, and then a five-foot. And Real was doing a demo, and, um, of course, Eric was shredding on all of it. He was killing. I think the spine was too small for him to skate, but he whatever. Um and Andy Singleton was obviously amazing too. Um, his mom hosted them, so they all went out to dinner. What? And, uh, so they did Solid a demo. mom move. Oh, she was the best. She was yeah. she was like a second mom to me, man. What a what a fabulous woman. Legend. Um, oh, totally, totally. Um, so I was skating doing my own thing, and I used to have like crazy tricks over the spine. I used to do nolly melancholies. Yeah. Um, uh, I would go up with the board backwards and grab the tail and turn it around and then come in the other side. Yeah. Backside threes, hand plants. Well, uh, you were a tranny, man. Dude, you Sick. Don't, you don't even know, dude. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even know. The I tricks. believe you. Some of the tricks I did back then, I still don't know. 540 ollies. Whoa, um, dude. I used to do backside kickflip to backside nose blunt and then to pivot, uh, frontside pivot and go and just like tech tricks. That's a sick one. Tech, real tech tricks. Um, I've been wanting to do that at the edge. There's that quick rolling. Yes. Right when you walk in in a little yeah. quarter pipe. Yep. You can do gap to nose blunt pop in, but to do it to the pivot fake, you would be sick. Dude. So launch off the roll into the quarter nose, pipe. Nose and then nose and then the pivot. Backside nose blunt pivot fakey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back nose blunt. It's like a switch pivot. To yeah, fakey, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I used to do that. Um, but anyways, so uh, they did a demo. I skated, did my own thing. And I just remember... Um, they all went out to eat. They went to like Cheller's or something in Warwick or Cranston. And the next day I went to Skater's Edge and obviously they're there. And Joy's like, hey, Adam, come here. And I was like, what? And she's like, uh, Sluggo was asking about you. Like, what oh, are shit. you talking about? She's like, yeah, we were at dinner. And he leaned over to me. He's like, who's that kid that was doing whatever like that? So she's like, I just want you to know that he was talking to you. So go talk to him. So I just walked up and started talking to him. He's like, yeah, because he's a vert skater, dude. Yeah. An unbelievable snowboarder, dude. He's one of my favorite skaters of all time. And, um, so he was like, yeah, you got this trick that I want you to show me how to do. And there was an extension of a quarter pipe. 
and then it went over the spine here. So I was doing board slide to tail slide reverts. I was doing tricks yeah. off of whatever. So he's like, I want to learn that. So I was like, all right, so I whatever. You're teaching Rob Boy. Yeah, yeah, whichever. <laughs> and obviously he got it like third try. But we bonded, and there was a um, a magazine called Concrete Powder that was skateboarding and whatever. And he autographed it and wrote notes to me. I still have them. What? And um, he gave me his address and everything, and he literally, me... Eric, I don't know if Andy too, but literally they told us if you guys make a video, all of you make videos and send them to us, we'll put you on. Sweet. So I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. And like, oh, you didn't follow up, dude. You got to follow up, bro. Eric did. Uh, and I remember <laughs> that Eric did. And I remember he showed up at Skater's <laughs> Edge one day and we were on the five foot. And he we came up there and he's like, he's like, oh, my ankle hurts or whatever. And I, he pulled up this thing, and he had the original Spitfire. Oh, shit. Whatever. <laughs> Fred Smith at Skate Hut uh, did it for him. And he's like, yeah, I made a video, and they put me on. So he was on Real, Thunder, and Spitfire. And I'm just like, oh, oh dude. dude, I didn't do it. Snoozy lose. Oh, dude. That's yeah, a prime Eric. That was, my, lose, that was right? my first mistake. <laughs> and then, um, so he got hooked up. And um, I ended up writing Sluggo a letter, and um, it took forever to come. And I'm like, oh, he forgot about it. And one day I get a letter, and it was letters oh, are legendary. Dude, I still have it framed. That's it. Like... Was a letter with the um, foghorn leghorn <laughs> um, of blind. Whoever was that? I forget who that was for a skater, but that was their graphic when they did the Looney Tune knockoffs. Okay, yeah. And it was on the outside, and it was from Sluggo. So I opened it up, and it was like, oh, dude, like I was in Europe on tour. Sorry I got so long. And he was like, how you been? I really liked skating with you, everything. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I told my friend Rick Howard about you. And oh, he shit. gave you – so there was a whole – Fellow Canadian. Dude, exactly. And he's <laughs> like he, – he flowed me a bunch of stickers and what? told me to give them to you. So there was – all these crazy stickers in them. I think it was Jason Lee that was the Foghorn Leghorn because he knew I did it. And that's what he wrote in the Concrete Wave. He's like, Concrete Wave, he was like, Jason Lee's the man. I love him just as much as you. Like, he was oh, writing sick. things in these that literally, like, when I show people, it's like, damn, dude, like, you guys got to know each other. And um, so that was that. And literally, I still have the all the stickers in the letter frame that was just like, dude. That's like, cool. And Rick Howard, I think at the time, was on um, Blockhead. Blockhead. Yeah, which like that was like was right way before, before me. Yeah, right before me. Yeah, it was on Blockhead. Before me, yeah. yeah, I think uh, Omar Hassan was on that. Oh, Blockhead Omar. Was oh, dude. Omar's so gnarly. Dude, so good. What he's done is unbelievable. I know, man. man. I know. We grew up in such an amazing time, but Rob, with the we Rob had a lot Boyce of heroes, a lot of dude, skate heroes. Dude, I did. I still look up to those guys. Man. Skate heroes, uh, especially the vert guys. Cause yeah, he, uh, dude. Once I started Fuck to learn it. how to skate vert, <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, I got to go back and watch all those parts I fast forward when I was skating the street because I didn't watch any of them. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it's sad. But it happens, dude. I know, I know. You gotta Again, humbled, humbled, <laughs> like dude, like in the skate vert, especially like a vert bowl, like those unreal. But it's crazy because Sluggo started doing an Instagram and started skating again. I started He's following. doing backflips and stuff. Dude. On like trampolines in his uh, kitchen and stuff. Dude, he can do. He, so sick. You should see him snowboard. Man. Oh, why that? He does the creep. So anyways, I watch him and like I kind of wanted to text him with the picture and just be like, hey man, do you remember me? There's no way he would. But it was just crazy um, that he literally was like the champion for me to get on flow for real. Um, and obviously this is like 93, 92, 91. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's modern day. Yeah. You should see him break dance. He, dude, oh, he does yeah. the best windmills I've ever seen in my life. 
He's literally yeah, in like an Ikea parking lot dude, with a little mini tramp doing like he, skateboard combo tricks. He is absolutely so talented though. It's disgusting. Oh, I, know. I remember like watching him come up dude. and seeing like clips of all the things. He's Canadian. Yeah. He's got a yeah, lot yeah, of different yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's sick. the thing, man. I think wasn't Colin McKay. He was from Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rick Howard and um oh, we skated. Some good Canadian we skateboarders. Skated, uh, Big Brother came to Providence, I remember, and we ended up skating with them. Oh, Moses, it Conan. Front came. noses. Remember his front dude, noses? Oh, yeah. Dude, we skated Fucking the courthouse. Melters. Yeah. Justin mine Kelly. Melters. Oh, dude, Justin Kelly Smith grinded down the six. Eric Papecki was doing, like, kick fit kickflip front blunts down it like Dude. we took the big brother guys all over the city man the magazine yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they spent a day with them that's wild yeah a lot know. of teams have come down to providence believe it or not knowing that the garage was a spot yeah the garage is just epic. The garage. i know man like, dude, like, good Jeff Kendall, Caesar Singh, like, all these yeah. Santa Cruz dudes came down there and, like, oh, man, like, skating. We ended up taking them to the courthouse and, like, even Mariano showed up there. Someone found him for some really? reason. Yeah, he That's was, wild. like, yeah, he was, he, he was in Providence somewhere and someone literally saw him sitting on the side of the road on, like, whatever, and they, and they took him around skating. There's good spots there, dude. Dude, I know. I love it. I know, place. especially back then, man. Yeah. Um, Still, and then, dude. And then my second one was. I'm going um, back, bro. Oh, dude. I, yeah, I I want to get all the OG get guys warmer. together. Just I know, get I fucking know. warmer. Just winter. bring some wax around and go back to all the curbs. <laughs> Spring kick in already, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, everybody who's watching this, let's all get together and go skate Providence and make it a skate day in Providence, man. There's a, we did go skate day in June usually, right? In New York, but you can do go skate day any day. I know, I know. that's the beauty of it. I know that's the, <laughs> yeah, but literally we ruled those streets back then because we were yeah. like twenty, thirty deep with, the, and it was crazy too because we always reminisce that the garage was such a spot that if you went there and no one's there within five to ten minutes someone would have shown up yeah and it was like everyone meet at the garage and we would go skate places and then you come back to the garage and there'd be a whole bunch of new dudes yeah and that's where i met all the solstice guys and all the guys from new bedford and connecticut again and like just kids from around the country that especially that go to college there and they would come down and they'd befriend you and they're from somewhere else and then they bring their friends around and stuff that's what I mean. Like so many cool people, dude. People that I probably would have never even been friends with if I hadn't met them through that. Because how would I have ever met them? Yeah. So yeah. it's like I have friends all over the world, and it's just one of those things where it's like they moved on and went to New Zealand or other places like that. It's like, but you can still now talk to them through Instagram or whatever. But it was all based on a useless wooden toy skating around the city because they didn't have skate parks back then. Yeah, man. And um, that's so cool. It is the best legend. I know, I know. (laughs) I I I don't know. I just that's what I say. Like, I'll I'll take the legend moniker because I feel like I've been in it for so long and know so many people and have influenced, inspired so many people that like they hold me up on a pedestal. But it's crazy because dudes like Jay Poirier. I used to skate with Jeff all the time, and Jay was a young little dude, and he didn't even skate ramp, and now I skate with a dude, dude, dude. The real legend, though, is in Japan. He's the oldest skater alive. Yeah, I know. I, I know. looked him up on one of the shows. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, it was with. Yeah, yeah he's still going. I know. I'm assuming. I, I don't know his whole story. I want to know. I want to see a video part. So yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> I want to know though. Does he have all natural body parts? Does he have his yeah. knees or whatever? He was sitting cross-legged, and I have a hard time doing that. And he was doing that Dude. at like 80. Yeah, see, man. I gotta figure shit out. See what he eats. eats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just leaves. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, leaves. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was getting into fasting. It's crazy. I lost so much weight from just being active and everything, and then just depression hit in with the 
ex fiance, yeah, whatever, <laughs> like whatever. And it's just like, dude, and it's like I kept eating as much as I would if I was active, and it's like gain. I, I always gain at least fifteen pounds in the winter, and it just comes off like that. Yeah, winter um, when you start sweating and skating and keep that whatever. attitude. Keep that attitude. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> it's work just, it out. It's just, it's just crazy because. I have that attitude too. I go yeah. into winter. I'm like, I'm gonna gain some weight, and then yeah. I like start to yeah. panic. I'm like, am I gonna? Yeah. And then you start skating. <laughs> you're like, oh I've already went up a pant size, man. Uh. Like, yeah, I went up a pant size, so that's kind of like, I mean, obviously, because I lost so much weight last year that once the good weather kicks in, if I'm not skating, I'm out riding the bike, so I'm just putting in tons of. Oh, that's and it. again, sweating so much, my body just craves water or a Gatorade or something. So yeah. it's not like I'm gonna sit down and have Dude, a winters are or tough, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're fortunate to have the edge because you can literally get a exercise in yeah. a fun yeah. exercise by rolling around. Even yeah. if you can't yeah. fully session, yeah. you just go and like maybe say hi to someone and get a fun yeah. session. Yeah. In. It's like lightweight. But that's why I say our body calls for that. So once you're active and you're not active, it's like one day you wake up a week after not doing something, your body's like, hey, yeah. I'm going to make you ache a little bit for no reason. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like if I'm not active, I wake up in the morning more sore than if I was. And it's Definitely. just like, what am I, what, what is, what is my body telling Stretching me? Like, every day you can. Like, that's a new one too that I'm trying to do consistently is like, even if it's not heavy stretching, just light when I come home from work or after a session, I've yeah, just been trying yeah. to, I have like a foam bowl, a uh, foam roller and I have like some kettlebells that I just kind of lift yeah, up and put yeah, around, yeah. do like weird exercises, roll my back out. My shoulders have been kind of fucked my up for a while. Is, yeah, my back Let's is an there. issue. Let me ask you something because it's crazy. I um, when so, you were on Zoo York at all, did you have any kind of um through them any kind of regimen that they wanted you to stay in shape, or is there anything? Well, well, and I well this it, it's uh, the only reason I ask is I I I bumped into Donnie. I don't remember if it was at Subliminal Park or in Providence. And we were obviously talking, and he was like, do you have any um, back problems? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, I have to go to a chiropractor. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, you know, whatever. And he said that the chiropractor explained to him that, do you skate regular or goofy? Regular. Okay. And I think, does Donnie skate switch? Goofy. He goofy? Okay. Yeah. So whatever way that we were pushing all those years, one side of our spine muscles are like – Cro-Magnon Hercules yeah. and the other or whatever. And he literally said that his chiropractor looked at his back and was like, one whole side is like He-Man and the other one, whatever. And and the side that was lacking, now the other was taking up for yeah, whatever. Yeah. So he Yeah, so he told me that, um, I don't remember who the skater was, but that Pilates was almost a prerequisite now for pros to like do because it works both sides of your of course they're doing more switch and stuff. Yeah. But it's they're so much more in tune now with the human body and that kind of thing where literally like Pilates is part they, of the game. They didn't have to tell me shit because I was grinding like eighteen stair rails okay, and like switch yeah, flipping double yeah. sets and like fucking well, it just it's just Smith weird. grinding double kink rails. Yeah, so but. you're in shape, but I just <laughs> felt like on in the long run, and I don't know. They why. They could have suggested I would go swimming. That would have been nice, or like yoga, or something. That's what I mean, though. Something. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I just the way that he made it seem is that like whatever. I, I think that a lot of that is because of skateboarding contests. 
Like a lot of yes. those dudes have to like train to That's be in exactly shape and balance is. out their yep. energy yep. and they're trying yep. to be like really articulate and smart That's with it, it, you know? That's what I mean. That's and that's like I mean. a, you can be an athlete if you want. Yeah, I just yeah. never was good at that game. I'm more creative. I'm more like yeah. uh, like working on a video part, like a personal project yeah, yeah, yeah. or like yeah, yeah. a, you know, or like a video with someone. I just, like contests after a while, it's just too confined for me. And I'm not that good in that space. Yeah, I'm better just having fun yeah, and being creative yeah. and skating and yeah. using my energy freely, you know? Some people are good at sports. And if you are into that type of thing, you probably should do some Pilates and stuff. Yeah, though, yeah. Because they train like it all the time. Like, and yeah. They're trying to win and be the best yeah, and yeah, all that. I'm yeah. just trying to get through the day sometimes. Yeah, yeah. When I wrote for New York, though, I was literally just like, this is my chance to like travel the world and just film tricks in yeah, different countries yeah, yeah. for years. And just like that was my main focus was like let's do sick video parts and see places and like. All right. So somebody that you used to skate with, pro, told me that they had a regimen for the skater to a degree where you are almost typecast in what you do and they didn't want you to stray from that. Uh, I don't know. So did did anyone ever tell you, hey, for this video part, we want you to do this, this, and this? Or was it free range? No, I never really had anyone say anything that I can remember or I'd listen to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just did me for the most part. Okay. Yeah, if I anything, I feel like I was a plain, I might be plain Jane in some sense. Like when I wrote for Birdhouse, I definitely was influenced by like, people around me like Sumner and John Goman yeah, and uh, yeah. Matt Ball and Sean Eaton yeah. and Matt uh there was like so sick the... crew Willie Santos oh, like Jeremy okay. Klein oh, so like I was more like an oddball cuz I was around so many different people and then when I wrote for Zoo York it kind of like was I love hip hop I grew up on the east yeah, coast yeah, I love yeah. baggy jeans yeah, it was like yeah. easy when I went to the west my jeans actually slimmed up but it was just because like I wanted to try it. I liked the way it looked. Yeah, I yeah. didn't do it too much, though. I was yeah. never like... People were wearing girls' jeans dude, and shit. Dude. Mine, I love a baggy jeans, but also I'm, like a fitted me pant. Too, me like too. a nice fanded I fitted have pant. To buy, I have to have room, man. Yeah. Who but, was that dude that... that? So when I rode for Burnouts, I had like a tighter kit, but then New York, they just gave me so much free clothes. I was just like looking like a keel out yeah, there with just yeah. <laughs> big-ass yeah. double XLTs and I just, 34. And like, I like that look. Yeah, though, like me too. I love that too. And now it's kind of balanced out. I like an in-between, sort of. But, yeah. But I don't think anyone really ever told me anything that I can remember. Yeah. I mean, maybe someone said something to me, but I ain't going to listen to them for the most part. I always just try to do whatever I was into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I would be all over the map, too. I'd sure. switch it up. Because yeah, yeah. I'm just one of those people that I don't like to feel cornered sometimes. I like to just be like, do something because, you know? Like, so you, so they would, <laughs> that's the thing, though. So like. I would never want to be cornered. The dudes on Birdhouse. Did they have a style or, no. or skate anything that you wanted to aspire to so you got it from them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Just yeah. certain things from different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sumner had a sick style, and I definitely got, like, influence. I didn't really take anything, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. just kind of in awe. Sure, like, sure. But my that's pants, what I mean, though. My pants did kind of slim up when I hung out with those dudes just because yeah. that's what they wore, and it looked good. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, dude, yeah. I'm in California. I was to try this. Yeah, yeah. And then, dude, then New York, it was just fucking baggy pants. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, same thing. I'm very particular. I like clothes. I like to dress sure. up sometimes too, which is too. weird. I just put too. on a nice shirt yeah, or like something too. new. Oh, I have crazy polo, stuff, either like... polos or, or Ralph Lauren button ups and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Usually when I go down to Florida, I'm more apt to wear 
nicer clothes like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't really wear. even mind like wearing tuxedos or or like oh, uh, suits or anything. Oh, no, a bow tie is like I'm ridiculous, a, I've but never I'm down. Had a bow tie. <laughs> oh, dude, no, never bow tie. <laughs> No. I'm bow tying soon, dude, for a wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. I'm gonna change my attitude because I at first I was like, I don't really want to wear a bow tie, but yeah. on this podcast, I'm inspired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear a bow tie. About right. to wear, you about to see a photo with a bow tie. That's right. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, you might start a trend. Oh, dude. Make an all I need shirt with <laughs> one built in. <laughs> the trend bow tie's already been trended. They already made it. Someone had the bow tie. Someone invented the bow tie. Yeah, that guy's a legend. That's funny. Every tux I ever rented was always tails, the ones that hang low. Oh, That's really? my favorite style. Yeah, hmm. and striped pants, like the thin oh, stripes. Uh, yeah. That's what I mean. If I'm gonna dress up, I'm gonna dress up in something that I wouldn't normally yeah. be in. It's fun sometimes to dress up. You feel like you're like cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. My sister had a wedding and um up in Massachusetts and um. That's where we are. Well, it was in the Cape. It was oh, sick. Um, it was above Quincy, right on the water. Cape sick. It wasn't on Cape Cod though. It was like way up because Quincy. You're saying yeah. Yeah, it was above Quincy. I forget where it was. Unbelievable place. That's cool. The unbelievable um, town. It was near Situate, I think. Wherever Situate is in there. I forget the name of it. Uh, oh, Hull. Hull, Hull Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable place there. But yeah, I got my my sister got in a wedding. She she was had a wedding. And um, she had particulars of what she wanted us to wear. So it was one of those things. Oh, uh, yeah. Like a nice Did you, uh, was it out jacket. of your comfort zone? Or oh, was no, it, I you were it. into it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just it feels like dressing up is like play. It is. It sometimes. Is. Well, <laughs> so for a long time, I used to work um, for the state picking up dead bodies. Okay, okay. So every day I had to wear a suit yeah. because I had to do house calls. So we would go pick up tragedies, suicides, stuff like that. Jesus. But I was still wearing a nice suit because we might get called by a funeral home and have to go to a home. So we had to be dressed nice. Like so the you're somewhere director. in between like... Uh, a ball gown and like fucking corpse so picking up you're dressed to like accommodate both no um no i was dressed super nice all the time with a oh, jacket dude. tie okay, okay. button up shirt slacks they literally just shoes. had you picking up like dead bodies in like a suit <laughs> and gruesome gruesome stuff where you pick up the body and the blood the blood spurts and you're like all right and you have to run to go get a new white shirt now <laughs> yeah that was the thing though that's because crazy in other states they have a coroner and then they have funeral um, people that for the funeral director in Rhode Island were so small, so I'd have to do both. So yeah. I'd have to go trudge through Exeter for someone who died in the woods, and it's muddy and everything. And I'm walking through there in a suit, getting all dirty. And then we have the body. And then as we're driving, and get a call. You have to go to a house call. You're like, yeah, this is great. How man. long did you do that for? A few years. Jesus, really? Awesome. That seems heavy. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> seems Those... heavy though. Yeah, it was another very, very eye-opening about mortality and seeing people do things to themselves for reasons where you're just looking at them dead being like, dude, yeah. like, what are you insane? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, um, that's like skydiving. Looking at someone dead is like skydiving. Yeah, you? dude. It seems like one of those things where you're like, oh my God. It's, it's, um, again, I think that I think I liked that job so much. I actually went to Florida and I inquired about it and, um, to be a coroner just to go do stuff like that. Oh, um, crazy. Um, yeah. I, I, I like it. I don't know why, but um, I think it's humbling too because on a bad day you can go to a house call and see somebody who 
yeah, hung themselves it'll hum, or whatever. Yeah. And you just look at them, just like, dude. My lady was studying to do embalming and like she go mortuary Ida? school. What's that? Did she go Mount Ida? I don't Did know. I don't know where she went. It was when I first met her. Yeah. That's but... what. That's what I was gonna do for the state, but then oh, the yeah. state um stopped hiring, so I was gonna work for the medical examiner. So that's how I was getting in there. But when that's... I first met her, she was like we were dating basically, and she had like a fake head, and she was like yep. reconstructing yeah, 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 it. Yeah. I was like, my <laughs> friend is a um. My friend Craig is the makeup artist, and he goes around to the funeral homes and does the makeup stuff. And oh, the okay. horror, because I would have to go there after and help him put bodies in the caskets. He was the funeral director, but also the makeup person. Yeah. Just some of the stuff, so the stories that he would tell us of just like, because they give you a picture of what the person's supposed to look like. <laughs> and if the person, like, was <laughs> on a motorcycle, well, I mean, you know, there's the things he told me they had to do to try to make the look, the person look normal after getting their face ripped off or something like it's just really hard and and i was going to go to school for all of that and i just i couldn't um from what he told me i just didn't want to do that aspect of it. i should have went to school for it but um, yeah but i'm more of the autopsy and i've seen autopsies of people and organs oh. and the most eye-opening one and, and of course i could have never done it but it was something that um there was a guy from Russia who was interning. He was from Russia. He came here to learn skills, and I watched him do an autopsy on a woman who died of lung cancer. Um, so he had the lung on this table, and he incised it and opened it up. And when he opened it, the inside of it had like an inch-thick wall of it just looked like molasses. Whoa. And it was unbelievable. And it literally, I, I mean, if I had a camera phone, I might have... You know, right to do but drop a mento isn't that what a well i just wanted to take a picture of it and show anybody yeah <laughs> dude, seinfeld dude, doesn't he like drop dude, something yeah, it was a junior mint, <laughs> junior mint. i said mentos <laughs> junior mint. Dude. but i've i've seen stuff like that where literally it's like it's so eye-opening to like people who smoke all their life or whatever yeah, it's like yeah. listen you want to quit here i got a picture for you man like yeah. whatever here's but, some um, proof uh yeah it yeah. just it just it it Again, it was humbling to see people do things to themselves or make decisions that ended their life for the reason that they chose it was. And of course, you got to read suicide notes when they're there because whatever. And it's just like you're looking at the person like you, you stupid son of a bitch. Like, yeah, like yeah. what are you kidding me? Like, it, it just it bummed me out. But again, I can't be around crying or pain or anything like that like i can't help the but i'd rather just be like all right man you did that let's take you out of here and um take you to the medical examiner or whatever but yeah i've seen just crazy stuff and it didn't bother me um so i felt like that was a, a job for me that i really liked yeah, yeah, which is crazy. One. I've told stories to people because every time that we would get together on the weekends, they would like have me tell stories and stuff. And I told them stories where there's people's mouths were on the ground. They're just like, dude, yeah. like, and again, it was just like, again, I'm not making fun of it or whatever, but it's just kind of like, hey, man, like, this is what people are doing out there, man. So if you ever think that you want to end it or whatever, I'm telling you, don't. Or yeah, yeah. Um, Sometimes humor lightens the load, which is it does. It it, it might it does. not be the right response. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just maybe I'm so hard inside that I just didn't really empathize, and it was just kind of like there's nothing I could do about it. I don't think it, you so could do the job if you were super empathetic. Yeah, because it would yeah. be too much. Yeah, you'd yeah, just be yeah. Done, you'd be overwhelmed. Dude. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was just weird because I really didn't ever have anything that I felt like was worth saying to anybody. So it's like you go into a house, 
and the person passed away and you go into the put them in the sheet and everything and then you walk past all them and the whole house erupts crying and people are coming up to me and grabbing yeah. me and being like what does this mean and I'm like sir I don't know like I didn't know how to because I didn't know the person or and I have empathy that they're crying and stuff yeah, yeah. But like I just I just whatever and I think that that's probably what kept me sane but it was just one of those things where literally like the only thing I could say was I'm sorry for your loss like I don't I there's nothing I could possibly say to you that could make you feel any better I'm yeah. here to do what I have to do but um, it's good to be a professional in that moment because it's it, like it is. It can't is. be like giving out. It's too. Mm. It's too surreal of a moment to be. But like... But the dude that I worked with, he had kids, and I don't have kids, and there was times where things had happened to kids where literally he was like, "You yeah. have to go in there by yourself." And there's things that I saw that he didn't even want to know about. And again, I don't have kids, so I mean, I don't, I don't really know. But it was just one of those things where like he straight up could not. He just like I listen, I have that. to sit in the car, yeah, I could see or that. whatever, and. I've seen things. I've seen people who committed murder and the police didn't know it yet. And we knew, we knew when you go into a room and everyone's crying and there's that one person in the room that's not crying nine times out of 10 weeks later, you see on the news, that's the dude who did it. Oh that's God. the dude who did <laughs> dude, it. And it, not crying's a bad dude, sign, dude. Dude, <laughs> like straight up, like there were a couple times that we went to, to murder scenes especially with kids, there was two of them that I remember specifically and everyone was crying except the boyfriends of the both two things. And I remember in one of them, the boyfriend coming out and standing in front of us and be like, I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. Like he was totally incoherent speaking babble. Only he knew he was talking about. And I remember that one time that the guy said that my, my partner looked at him and was like, he did it. Oh, and literally man. we found out, <laughs> oh, literally man. found out that he, did, he it? did it. And it was oh, just like, God. dude, like, like. That's a movie holy, shit. Yeah. Dude. And that's the thing. Some of the stories I told, they're like, dude, you got to tell the news or whatever. So oh, I'm not telling anything, uh -huh. but it was just crazy that you could tell after the fact or even in the, in the heat of the moment, you're just not acting right. It's not logical for everyone to be crying and for you to not be, and then being like, I didn't know. I didn't know. Whatever. It's like, yeah. like, like you're detached for some reason, and and yeah, and, yeah. Um, That's insane, dude. It it was yeah. It was again. It was just really weird because you see this person and they actually murdered someone and they're free and everything like that, and you end up leaving or whatever like that, and then a few weeks later or a day later or something, you found out you did it. And you're like, oh my god, dude! Yeah, like, like what a what a <laughs> like, dude. I'm in the presence of evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was that why. Was why why did the job come to an end? Yeah, it was just um because um I wanted to work for the state and yeah. and I was the next to be hired because I had done some um I've I helped the Coast Guard recover a guy who died diving and they found him a year to the day later, so I helped them recover that body and I had um my family was friends with the old ex. Um, medic state and medical examiner. So I had letters of recommendation, everything. And what happened was it was after the state, the nightclub fire. Remember when that was the, the station? In Providence, nightclub. right? No, it was in West Warwick. Or Rhode Island. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that was like a, one of the gnarliest fires. Yeah. Right? In yep. the state. Yeah. I got hired the week after that happened. Um, something happened in the state where they had 50 violations of, um, 
bodies that were there too long. Like just, just they had violations 50. So whoever was the governor at the time put a hiring freeze on and it was indefinite until they cleaned the place up. They ended up getting a new, I think, um, person to come in there and clean house or whatever and just put it back. But um, I stayed in contact with a bunch of them for a little while. I'd stop in there and see them and stuff. And they're just like, yeah, like it's not the same here. And then I ended up going back to inquire about getting the job. And um, they ended up farming it out to um, the private services. Yeah. So, because um, I worked for a, I worked for a, a two private places, but now it's 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 corporate. In other words, when back then it was two guys that had the, the services and yeah. now it now it goes to some ambulance company and stuff so it's the um i couldn't work for the state in other words because they farm it out that's a wild experience to have yeah yeah Seems <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've, I've washed dishes before yeah <laughs> yeah no i um that was definitely because uh, my family is in the medical field so um Makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. just I gravitated toward that, and um, I know a lot about the human body and stuff like that. But again, I couldn't deal with the crying and the seeing stuff like that, like seeing with the broken leg or whatever. Like that stuff, just maybe it's because it's the skater in me where it's like, oh my god, like like it'll stick in my head. Oh, I better not try that rail because I saw a guy break his leg. Yeah, yeah. Like like it's it's two different things. It really, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It was too. I think it was too real for me to see stuff like that um and to hear the crying or what i just i i can't it's too stressful yeah. i feel like i show up after the fact and be like oh we're gonna clean this up and get this guy out of here there's nothing i can someone's do gotta him. do it it's a job dude yeah it's a yeah. job yeah bro. it's just crazy because i was the only like i was like the pretty boy there all the other guys were like convicts and like they were rough dudes were literally <laughs> and they used to ask me all the time you're gonna quit you're gonna quit i'm like why they're like because like literally we would hire people and they would go to a scene and they would get out and they'd go sit in the car and then they'd be like i'm not doing it and they'd drive back to the office they'd get in their car and jet like dude, yeah. like they couldn't i can see that and the smell too and like, <laughs> but i mean like, again what i saw people do to other people and themselves is just it's it it's it's eye-opening like like for a long time probably maybe a couple weeks three weeks maybe a month i worked 12-hour shifts in just my shifts alone every week like 127 people were dying where yeah. i'm like that's the, like where where are these people can like like it's old age or it's accidental and stuff but the numbers of people that pass away was just staggering yeah. Especially for a state that small, so it was one of those where, like, you know, we'd get statistics and stuff. So it was, like, yeah, and that was before the opioid thing. So yeah, there's a lot of heaviness, man. Yeah. So now, yeah, that's why so. it's really important to like try to um, harness your abilities <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Try to find. Yeah. It's important that people help each other and give that's them it. like. That's it. Like, um, for me, a lot of people, like my friends, family, took me in and helped me graduate high school. Yeah. Like his family, yeah. like fed me, washed my clothes. They yeah. were just cool people and yeah, just because yeah. of skating. Yeah. But like yeah. having people help or like state programs or just something where you can get some sort of uh, balance in your life. Yeah. When I was a kid, I like bounced all over the fucking place. Yeah. There's violence and shit with my family and yeah. unhealthy shit. So like to be able to have help to find that like sure. space yeah. to like figure out who you are is the most important thing because when you're really young and you're in the midst of chaos, yeah. it's like 
you just become part of it because you don't you're young you, you don't have you don't you haven't well, you had don't enough time you yeah, don't have time with yeah. your perceptions you yeah. haven't been able to practice them out like so but it's that's like, what I say think about your body. think about all you've done when statistically the ch- your backup was against the wall yeah. statistically well, a you lot could've... a lot of people that's what I'm getting at is a lot of people have that like you look at those opioid crisis and people yeah. and dysfunction and families are broken and yeah. like that happens every day in America yeah. like it starts with one person so if you can write your own ship and find that yeah. space to figure out who you are yeah. and how to balance things and manage your own life then you can have others around you that can Dude. manage their life and then you can carry yeah. the weight yeah, yeah, together yeah. Yeah, yeah. and progress yeah. so it's yeah. like but it's hard because those family structures get shattered sometimes I know. I know. sometimes we do it sometimes yeah there's outside forces yep. that put pressure on families and things and like ch- life in general is like a fight f- it is. for it your is. life you know like everyone has that it sucks though to know that people have done that one thing and forever they're changed so it's like they still need help, but it's almost like, dude, like, I don't really know how to go that far into it because you did something so extreme that, like, they still need love. But at that point, it's yeah. like, like, what could you really do to help them? There's some people they're... that are stuck on, like, stupid and stuck on digging a hole deeper and deeper yeah, yeah. for themselves and everyone just falls dude, into it. So if you go near, it's almost like a black hole. See? You get pulled into yeah. it and it's like... And it's like, you're the creators digging the hole. And, like, it's not going to be good to have me in there, too. Like, we're both going to be down in this yeah, pit. Yeah. Like, so it's like, some people, you got to be aware that they're just lost and dealing with it. It's yeah. like, you can only do so much, you know? Like, at some point, your life is your own responsibility. That's, it. That's, it. That's hard to remember that because, yeah. like, we could all be victims. And, you know, the truth is here and everyone can justify yeah. it from wherever they are on this point. Everyone can make it true. They argue it. There's a million ways to argue that you're a victim. And that thing too that's crazy is um we were grew up around people that were like that and maybe sports and I was skating like and that. Biking. I was like that for a long time. I was yeah. resentful and angry at Same things and I Same harbored it and I like dug holes Same without even being aware. A lot of it is just Same not being aware of yeah. like your power, yeah. whether it's good I or know. bad. Isn't you that know? Crazy? Yeah, it's just part of life. It's like realizing that you're ignorant and you're trying to dig your way out of ignorance. Yeah. And it makes sense because we're just shoved into this life and the lights are turned on and you have to, and it's not like it's the smoothest transition and it's not like everywhere is blasting some chaos at us all the time. We're just surrounded in a chaos bubble, especially nowadays. It's hard to know up from down and have that space. It goes back to when we were talking about like the silence, the meditation, the space to like figure out and unwind and let go and decompress and like. I feel like nowadays, because you're so exposed to people's lives, jealousy plays a huge part in someone's self-esteem because you're seeing pictures of people posting stuff where it's always on the up and up oh this person went on vacation or whatever and you're like oh man i haven't been on vacation or whatever but you don't know on that vacation they could have got their car ripped off them beat up their girlfriend left them or whatever so those smiles are only superficial so it's one of those where i feel like I might have become even more hateful and jealous or resentful toward other people that were doing well when I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but that's where I feel like the skating and everything was humbling. And it's like, all right, well, you know what? You go do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing. And I'm not going to judge myself on somebody else's success when all the while that person, again, could be making all the money in the world. But he's sitting in his executive office watching us skate down there wishing he was us. 
Yeah, you know? probably, <laughs> like, right? Exactly. Backside flips are cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what I mean. You never know what anybody's going through. Yeah, I don't. I firmly don't believe that just because someone's acquired a lot of material shit that yeah. they're fucking Buddha. No, no, no. It's like not at all. That's again. That's like too superficial. Yeah. It's like you just meet people and you try to keep an open mind. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard to remember. But we, you know, daily challenges. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just say keep open doors, man. Yeah. Treat everybody with respect. Yeah. That's what I've learned. And then when you need to close the door, close the door. Yeah. <laughs> if someone's yeah. disrespecting boundaries, it's good to have like, yeah, to understand that you yeah. have your space yeah. and like shit that we learn as we grow. You know. I think it's all about being social though, and being able to interact with people and like read body language and stuff like that. That comes very good and like again you moved around you're meeting people all the time and stuff and it gets to a point where like you almost don't care to impress anybody because you're just like dude like either you're gonna like me or you're not you know yeah that's a nice um, place to be where you're comfortable enough to not feel the need to have to like turn it on or be something or Or turn it extra by someone else for acceptance that's why i feel like the peer pressure comes in i love to try to break ice when i meet people or just to like simple it down to just hey hey because it's like it's easy, Dude, easier to talk to each other. It's more real. When I know? go riding with my boy I try in Providence, I say hi to people where, like, I'll be like, yo, what's up, man, or whatever like that, and we'll start a conversation, and we'll be like, all right, have a good night. And, my, and right away, and my friend will be like, that dude, I would have never talked to that guy because I never would have thought he'd ever want to talk to me. I said, he's a human being. He's a being. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, I get like, it. <laughs> but, but it's just one of those things where it's like I've met so many people out riding my bike or even skating that, they're good people and whatever, and they might be doing something I don't care for or something I'm not into, but I'm not going to down them or yeah, anything like yeah. that. Um, I was just thinking of every introvert out there who's like, I don't like to meet people because I actually gravitate towards them too. Because like, oh, yeah, they're like, they're same by themselves, me. and I'm like, me. hey, dude, same what's up? Me. Well, that's the thing, though. That's what I think. I think it's like just get them out of their shell. Goonan was kind of like that. He was kind of like a piss off type attitude. Yeah. But like, it's so fun to skate with. I'm like, you're so like, go hang out, dude. Don't be so mad at the world. And then now he's not like that at all. But like when I first met him, I was I used to be a little bit like that. So me too. It's kind of like guarded, protected. Yeah. 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 Just fucking, you don't know. Yeah. You got to be careful sometimes. There's people that don't know your boundaries. There's like, I've been that dysfunctional dude who doesn't know, you know, and same with me. Yeah. You just got to know, you know, but that's the thing. It's the experience of being out there and meeting so different people where literally you can almost typecast them in a second and then help them in a – Oh, be, yeah. Or if that saying. makes sense. So just being like, able to read the room and be able to not get in the way or like yeah, just yeah. allow things to unfold. Yeah. and like. But even be open to people to allow them to come out of their shell. Yeah, that's man. what I mean. That's why I say with your skating and doing lessons and stuff like – you don't maybe necessarily know that a couple of kids have a crappy life at home. So the only good time they have out of the day is when they're with you. So when they go home, that takes them out of their bad situation or something. So it's like yeah, you're man. paying it forward. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I do people too. did that for me, for sure. And that's what I feel like, though, that we all do in a sense with anyone who's like us and I, I'm friends with anyone who's at a skate park. I don't care. Even if you're hanging out there smoking cigarettes, I'm still going to talk to you or I'm going to come up and be like, yo man, you think I could get this trick, man? You know, like, uh-huh. like I'm going to engage them and be friend with them. And, um, I've met more people that were just there hanging out with their friends or whatever to the point where like, I'd get out of my car and be like, Hey, Burnside. And I'd come up and they're just high school kids that just were hanging out there. And then 
they end up showing up with a board and be like, oh, I want to learn how to skate. And they're like, whatever. And they're Sasha, like, but that's what I mean. Yeah, but it's it's acceptance again because you know what the thing too is, is um, I was bullied a few different times growing up, like bad, bad bullying, like, like assaulted and beat up to a degree and just stuff where literally like it messed me up where – I didn't tell anybody or anything and I just kept it secret, but it just like on a Friday, the kid would yell at me and be like, on Monday, I'm going to get you all weekend. I'm freaking out and everything. And then on Monday I show up and the kid's absent for a week and just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so I think that me growing up, I, I have that tendency to go to the skate park and see 10 kids skating and you've got this click over here and then you've got these other kids here that might not fit in and you have these kids razzing or everything like that my first impulse is to be like yo man come here like that and i've done that a couple times where literally there's a bunch of the kids there and they're they've got friends over here that are from high school but they're different cliques or something like that and i can see that they're like oh you know skating near the kid and like messing with them or something like his friends or whatever and then i would like yo come over here and they would come hang out with the big guys and everything and they would just like look up at you and just be like whatever and then you become friends with them and give them acceptance. And of course, I'll still be friends with those kids over there and still skate with them and stuff. Yeah, but I will see that one kid in the room who doesn't feel comfortable or who might be shy or something. And I see a little bit of me in there. And, and that's where yeah. And at West Warwick Park, I used to see that all the time. I became friends with so many different people that I knew that they might not fit in at school or whatever, but they're there doing their own thing. And it got to be to the point where every day they would show up there and they'd be like, oh, Adam, check out this trick or whatever. Like, like it was almost like befriending somebody who might not have social skills yeah. or again, might have a crappy life at just home. Be, and just being able to relate and ha- then That's have it. a good session That's is it. like sick, you know? That's it. It's That's good it. to have that uh, depth, you know? Well, that's the thing. Uh, it's experience and me being able to pick it out and also knowing how I grew up and I wish that I had some. And I think that's what skating also helped me with is other people that had likes like me. So I didn't have to tell people that, you know, my parents got divorced and I haven't had a dad for 10 years or something like that. Like, that's irrelevant. We're skating now and that's, does yeah. that make sense? So no, it does. I, yeah. I, don't have to, I don't have to prove myself to anyone or anything. I'm there having fun so nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, and again, well, that's the thing, feeling judged or whatever. It's like, like you know more than other people, but you might think that they know or, I don't know. Yeah. Just, just... It's nice just to have skateboarding to keep you, keep us all like running into each other and having fun yeah, and like keeping yeah. the growth moving, yeah. movement and everything going, you know, like we're lucky for sure. I'm thankful to have skateboarding in my life. I'm fucking do people 40, notice, so. do people know who you are? Like when you go places? Like, uh, yeah, like, I have people that come up and say hi and are like, yo, Anthony, or like, I watch the vlogs or yeah, I listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get, yeah. I get love from people, which is awesome, That's dude. So rad, and man. a lot of kids, too. Like, the last one the other day at the edge is like this young girl who looked like she was 12, 13. She like watched the vlogs, was super cool. She came up and she was so like polite. She was just like, I watched the video. It's yeah. like, it's cool to meet you. Yeah, and she, like, yeah. I think she said it was her first time there. And then, like, Later, I was like filming uh, Anders try a trick. That kid is so. Me and him are working good. on a video part at the edge because it's winter. So I was like, oh, let's focus on an edge part. So he's already had two sessions where he stacked some clips. Um, but we were filming a trick, and Anders was taking a break, and I just filmed. I sniper filmed the yeah, girl because yeah, yeah, yeah. she was trying to drop shark. it on the small rim, yep. shark mini ramp. Yep. She did it twice, and I got both angles. And Dude. then she came up after like an hour later because I was still with Anders, and we were working on more tricks. And she was like, oh. 
she's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, you had fun. This place is sick. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, um, I was like, I saw your drop in. She's like, that was my first drop in. I was like, I sniped an angle. She was Sweet. hyped. Dude, yeah. She yeah. didn't see herself on the thing. When sure. I did it, actually, Anders was like, oh, she's going to watch the vlog and see her first dro- dude, see her drop in. See, man. That, that, I like to snipe people and just the, like put dude, them in the vlog. But that's so, <laughs> that's such validation though. And they're only doing it for themselves. But then they yeah. realize that. Yeah, it's cool. Dude, it's dude. I like that aspect of it because sometimes I'm there to film with someone sure, in particular, sure, but sure. then I don't want to stop the session and yeah, things yeah. pop off and people are just charging and sometimes I snipe some angles. Dude. You have to though, So man. fun. You have to because you don't even know how valuable it is to somebody else. Again, they're doing it for the love, but then when they know that somebody acknowledges, especially yeah. that they look up to, it's like, damn, dude. The like, cool thing with the vlogs and the YouTube channel, too, is, like, I look at it like we're collecting these things. Because it's just, like, I've been doing it for yeah, a decade. Yeah, so it's, like, you yeah. just see all these sessions and streams of yeah, people. And, yeah. like, it's cool to have people come in and out of it. And, like, it's fucking insane to That's be doing it for I, this long. I got a, uh, um, a so tripod. Still. And I just set it up, and like I catch everybody doing tricks yeah, and stuff like right. that. And it's just one of those. And I, I got a couple of kids got tripods too. Sick. And um, it's just like, dude, like you have to like. That's cool when kids figure out how to film each other too. Dude, it's fucking yeah. rad. But the thing <laughs> is, is to see your progression. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. see your progression, and um, and that's the thing too. Like, um, I think I sent you video of that girl Christy Boonin at OMF. Yeah. She did the fakey pop shove it. Yeah. She just showed up. I was there with Lucier, a bunch of OGs, and she just showed up and was just skating around. And I was like, damn, that girl's pretty good. So I just walk up to her and I was like, hey, have you ever tried this trick? She's like, I've never in my life. I said, I'm going to film you, do it, whatever. She's yeah. like, I don't know. She ended up getting it and literally I sent it to you and I think you posted it or, or whatever and she ended up texting me and she was like, dude, like my phone is blowing up. People are like That's flipping it, out and she's like, I've never done that trick. I said, but I knew you couldn't. She's like, but I didn't and it's like, and that's what I mean. I'll go to skate parks and I'll see people and I'll do the same thing, man. I'd like, yeah, hey, man, cool. you ever try this, whatever? Because again, they're there doing it for themselves but if you can see that they've got the desire and everything and like, that's rewarding to me. I've always appreciated a cool filmer. <laughs> Yeah, someone yeah. who'll just capture the session. Dude, oh man, you don't even know. Like <laughs> I, I used to go to the edge with my camera and call it Edge Day Nights, and I would just go with my Zoom and just like film for hours. Dude, that's people that's, are so cool about it. That's what I love. <laughs> I love that though. I really wish that. That's see, I'm like a barter person. Like, money is obviously a necessary evil, and we need it. But like, I have so much skills in like electronics and systems and cars and fixing up cars and doing yeah. so much stuff. So it's like, to me. I always wanted someone that like wanted to get into filming and in, in high school or whatever, where it'd be like, listen, man, like I could pay you money too, but like if you want a remote start, alarm, radio, amps, every like music, even yeah. home stuff, like I have so many skills at so many different things, so I feel like like I would rather do that and like help them hone in their thing, but like you know every Sunday morning come to Edge and film and stuff like that, like I always wanted someone to do that, um, to get obviously the skills. But also where like, I'd get a benefit of it, and they would too. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I and I never filmed growing up, man. Like other people and stuff, and I've been doing it in the past probably five years. I love it. I yeah. love filming. Other it takes people. a little bit to get used to and figure it out how does. to do it yeah, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like, once you get a rhythm, it's like you can figure it I out. Really you know? Like, yeah. I like doing the angles thing. Sometimes I bring two put tripods and set them up oh, at sick. different angles. And yeah. yeah. And then usually if I'm doing something nuts, then somebody else is filming too. So now we have three angles. Yeah. So it's really cool. But but yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, whatever we could do for ourselves that influences anybody else too is is, um, is priceless, I think. 
Yeah, man. I uh, dude, thanks for this podcast. Yeah, dude, thank you, man. I really think this. I agree with you, man. Like, if you, I just try to be the best example I can be. Yeah. And it's like no, no one's perfect, so it just don't be too hard on yourself, yeah. but set a standard where you're like, I'm gonna try to be the best person I can dude. be, yeah. and keep working at it, yeah. and then maybe we'll get there. And it's like, it's like a lifelong project, you know. Yeah. It's I want to come. I want to come on a trip with you guys if you go, guys, local or something. Oh man. shit! Yeah, yeah. well, dude, there'll be I, a session for sure. I see sure. some of you that that that. What's his name? His Amston. Oh, Anders. Yeah, Anders. Yeah, yeah Anders yeah. rips. Yeah, because I follow him, but his backside threes are. He rips. Oh my god, that dude. kid's so good. We're gonna the whole crew's gonna be at Red Alert on February fifth, my G's. Yeah, I it's can't. It's gonna be live. I can't. Oh, We're man. gonna do more. I got the van. There'll be more skate jams. Yeah, more more yeah. traveling. More trips. Yeah. Like. I'm trying to do as much because I got the van so we could do that. So now I've already been on the tear. I went to, yeah, I heard went to Maine, went to Motion Skate Jam, raised some money for their park. Nice. Then we went down to Second yeah, Nature, yeah, yeah. Doug Brown and Brian Brown, who used to ride for New York. They own a skate park, Second Nature, and Peak, Peak Skill New York. Oh, no shit. And just like we're on the mission. I took yeah, all yeah, the yeah. little ones to Cracker Barrel. I shit know, was like, that story you said was hilarious. Dude, <laughs> dude Adam, thank you. Yeah, Solid thanks, pod. Dude. And uh, we'll do it again, man. All right. Thank you, man. Hell Appreciate yeah. it. Dude, I'm honored. Dude, dude.